This episode is brought to you by Florence Masoli and Renee Martinez. Thank you very much for your generous donation and continued support of this podcast. We see y'all. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. Okay. Would you rather date someone who is in the closet or date someone who is lousy in bed? <laughs> let that sink a little. I'll let our guess. I'll give our guess. Two seconds. I feel like I've always dated someone who was in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Do like, tell. Damn. No. no, but I mean, if you have the, the option, would you rather have someone that is in the closet? Or? I'd probably date someone who's lousy in bed. Honey. Yeah. Okay, keep going. Let's hear, let's hear I mean, about it. I like it. to just make out anyways. Ooh. I don't know. Make out That's up real here or down there? <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes up here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just So you would date someone who is lousy in bed? Mm-hmm. And just I can't do anything. Put them on. Just put. Mm. Yeah, that's too many restrictions. Too many. I've been there, done that. Mm. Yeah, that's so difficult. Bye. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. I mean, I remember back in the day too, like when I was first trying to, when I was like putting myself out there, and it was like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I got with this person, I got with that person, I got with this person, and it's like every time. We got down afterward. I'd be like, "Hey, you know, I gotta focus on school. Mm. I gotta do this." I I was just trying to get out of it, you know. But it was just my own internal mm-hmm. mm. shame. But I think I would follow your uh, your lead, Sifa, and mm-hmm. say I would date somebody who is lousy in bed. But mm-hmm. my reasoning would be uh, also because you know, there's two there's just too much shit with dating somebody in the closet Mm -hmm. that like that's their own personal shit they gotta work through and go through but but like being lousy in bed don't mean that you can't learn you know Mm. learn a few tricks and oh no 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 it's lousy (laughs) in bed forever no 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 no. she didn't say that because then the the person in the closet will even can eventually come out but no this is well, I mean, again, you have to interpret the however you interpret. Right. So that's your interpretation. I'm <laughs> thinking for life. <laughs> I know. I was thinking yeah. like for life. For yeah. life. Like, These are your only two I options. I feel like I can't because to me, honestly, like sex isn't a a huge thing to mm. me. Um, in a relationship, I really don't care too much about you know, um, like you know, being sexual and stuff like that. Like, yeah, of course, but mm. you know, for me, it's everything else. There's a little bit mm. more to it. Yeah, I, yeah. Could, I think I could dig it. Yeah. But I feel like, you That's know, they could always learn a little bit. <laughs> okay. What about you, partner? Yeah, I would agree. The same. I would the lousy? Rather, yeah, I would rather um, be mm. with somebody who's lousy in bed. Because I can fuck myself. Right. <laughs> like, oh. We're real free. Right. <laughs> <laughs> No, really. Hey, that's, that is that's the pleasure activism. Right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I. Think... When did you get so comfortable <laughs> giving pleasure to I yourself? Mean, if these are the options, honey, I'll fuck myself. Yeah. But yeah, I think that would be um, a more suitable option. I feel like that's that's probably the better way because I don't know if it's me just being a woman, but I'm just I'm I would rather be more emotionally invested to somebody who's not giving me pleasure physically than mm-hmm. somebody who's in the closet and just fucked up in the head, you know? Mm, yeah. So that would fuck me up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would rather be like, you know, like love my partner in other ways other than sexual. So mm-hmm. this one would just fuck me over, like. <laughs> yeah. 
right. time. That's a lot of Confu- mental. Yeah, it'll. Uh, uh-uh, uh, honey, that'll that'll give me a heart attack. <laughs> Fuck around, and get a stroke with this bitch. No, we okay. need you back. We need you, girl. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've already had my share with this, so it's like I know. <laughs> you said you couldn't sing. I can't. You're such a liar. Look at that on key. Okay, you with your PG, would you rather? <laughs> you know, I, I know I should have recycled another one. I thought one, you was going to go there, go there, girl. Going to, it's okay, I got your back, okay, Friday. I got your back. Wait, see if you got one? No, I don't. Okay, I okay, don't. I got okay, us. I got really us. Don't. I got us. It's some ignorant shit, y'all, so fair warning. If you have kids in the car, <laughs> push pause. Oh, shit, you should have pushed pause a long time ago. I know, right? <laughs> a little late. Okay, would you rather have your back broke or your throat massaged? God damn. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, it's, Sifa. <laughs> you were like, well, a bitch had both at one time. Exactly. <laughs> like, bitch or death. Let me go back into the final Only comment. those options. Only those options. But yeah, interpret it how you will. If it's forever or just for the night. Which one? Mm, Would you I'd rather have your... Hmm? get my back broke. <laughs> yes. I'd probably have my back broke. Mm. Huh? I'd probably just have my back. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I would have my back broke too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, no, there's this it's a lot of it's it's it's, it's great for yeah, you know, uh like um men, right? Or mm-hmm. for uh, or like folks with who were born male, right? Like I don't know if folks know this, but they're, you know, like the male G spot is in the, mm-hmm. the rectum. So, you know, mm-hmm. do your own research. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and find your own shit out. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What it do? What it do, Kaipo? <laughs> Welcome to For the Cultures Podcast. I'm your host, D Boy. And I'm your host, Bex Bumble. And we have a great and special guest in the studio with us. It's hey. been a long time coming. We have no one other than Sifa in the hey. building. Thank you guys Gio so Sifa? much. Geo Sifa. Geo Sifa. Okay. My Sifa, bad. No, Sifa's fine, but I also go by Chief. Oh, That's Chief. That's more of like Chief. a lot of family. Yeah, I've been, I've been called Chief since I was like very, very young. How did you get the name? Um... My aunties, when I was younger, used to call me Chifa. Like, Chifa. Chifa. And then, so my little brother would just always call me Chief. And then it just, I've just always stuck I with love it. that. Like, and I, I love having that. I love being called Chief. I mean, hey. you have Even this though, presence yeah. about you. You have this aura of you that is very mm-hmm. chiefly like. Right? Thank you. Okay. Chifa. <laughs> Chifa. Yes. Chifa extraordinaire. <laughs> you all might remember, uh, y'all might remember her. From videos such as Shit Tongan Girls Say. Um, what else? What other videos? Um, or maybe your makeup tutorials. Mm-hmm. There was also Shit Poly Parents Day. Shit Poly Ooh. Parents Day. Yeah. Just... We had our Levy Eni video. <laughs> yeah. Like, and what does Levy Eni mean? Levy Eni is just living, pretty much. Living, so it's yeah. like, you know, a lot of the, the ladies or even the, the caretakers. Men, yeah, caretakers. You know, they do a lot of live in work, but, you know, we're mm. making fun of a lot of our. You know, our aunties and even our moms. So, right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Silencio Slap. Uh-huh. Silencio mm. Slap is, uh, a lot of people are more familiar with Silencio Slap. Yeah, yeah. you know, that was, like, her name was Silencio Slap. Right. I didn't really have it. It was just, like, 
Seafire Chief. <laughs> and uh, when I think of when I think of y'all, I always think of terms like Hella Vela. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Well, I think that's the one, right? Or oh, like even just like there were so many quotable mm-hmm. moments from y'all's videos. I always still use Where's the light? <laughs> Stay home before a man is coming rape Bring your ass. ass. <laughs> That was like the most popular one. Yeah, that was I, the most popular one. I just see my boy uh, Tama. Tama used that in like one of his um, IG stories about like shit poly mm-hmm. moms say or something like that. I'm like, look at that. <laughs> see if shit still getting used, you know? So crazy. I know. What a, like a full circle. It's, right. But it's so good to have you here. Okay. Thank you so much. All I'm, the way from I Napa. I'm so honored. Hey. I feel so honored to be here. I know. And Napa's really not that far. I'm it used to the drive. Far. I'm used to the drive because there's nothing in Napa. So we always have to leave. Mm. We always have to leave town to like do anything, really. Mm. That's where all the Caucasians <clears throat> go. Yes. <laughs> for wine tasting. For wine tasting. A lot of celebrities. Mm. I don't see any of them ever. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> is, there a, is there a PI community there in Napa? There's a very small, a very small PI community. I only know of a, of a Tongan family mm. that lives there. I've met one Samoan guy when we first moved out there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I still see him around. I still see him around. He's really good folks. Really good folks. Yes. It's always interesting when you, know, when you hear folks who live where you wouldn't think that our community is. Yeah. Right, like, I right. never thought our community anybody lived in Napa mm-hmm. or right. anywhere. So, so I don't know. I'm just always hella interested by that. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting living there, especially because it's, you know, it's just, it's mainly Balangis and Mexican. It's very affluent there, yeah? Yes. Mm. Mm. But, um, yeah, Napa. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm originally from South Sacramento. Okay. South okay. Sac, Iraq. Let's okay. put it down. <laughs> Sac Town, Why? never back down. South, South Sac, Iraq. Where I did that come from? I don't know. I guess they just wanted to make, you know, choose something that rhymed. I don't know. But it just sounds like No, there was a point in, in time where Sac really just got really bad. Right. South Sac, though? Yes. Mm. South I heard Sac, of especially Sac. South really? Sac. I don't know too much about the Nutty. Like, That's the Nutty North. Never, you're the nutty North, North yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know too much about the Nutty. I've never really hung out um, wow. in the Nutty, but... Mm. Was it, yeah, it's South true, Sac like, is, there's always, like, kind of, not beef, but just they didn't fuck with each other, right? Like, North Sac North and Sac South and South Sac. But the thing is, there, there was no Tongan and Samoan beef. I feel like growing up in Sac, I feel like Sac is one of the only places where Tongans and Samoans get along. Because mm. they all get married to each other. Especially There's, in South Sac. Yeah. You know, a lot of my family. Yeah. That's how we know, you mm-hmm. know, like how we're connected is through yeah. uh, our family. There's like a lot of like um, Samoans from the Neti who marry a lot of Tongans from the South. Mm. And, you know, mm. vice versa. And, um, That's there's nice. like a lot of um, mixed uh, Tongan to Samoan kids. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hella good to have you here, Sifa. Hella Vela. Yes, Face is slayed. Oh yes. Stop. You made sure you were slayed. <laughs> it was a quick it, one. Because in, in, in our FaceTime, I was like, honey, turn on the light. I can't oh, see no, you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> my beard, my mustache was all grown in. I was like, mm-mm. Those eyelashes is popping. Right. Hey, you're flying. You're flying. Oh, Got your wings on. on. <laughs> you better start batting your eyelashes okay. at me like that. <laughs> well, before we get started, we always like to have our folks, you know, we always like to invite our guests to really uh, offer up a blessing or any kind of mantra or anything that can really center us and ground us in this episode before we get it cracking. So, Chief. Chifa, you have you have any 
I try to think of one. But I really <laughs> couldn't. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, it could be a quote, or but if you don't have, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Um, there is or one I, quote that I that resonates with me that okay. I love so much that um, like on Facebook, my name is Josefa World Citizen, mm-hmm. and I've mm. always felt like a world citizen. And um, and you know, there's a quote in the Baha'i Faith because mm-hmm. I'm I belong to the Baha'i Faith. Nice. That um, the quote is uh, the world is but one country and mankind its citizens. Mm. And I feel like mm. we need that today. Word. You know, we need to learn that today. Yeah. You know what I mean? With all these borders and all these things that are separating everyone from each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone's yeah. like, oh, I'm this, I'm that. And it's like, you know, we're all just, we're, we're world citizens. Mm-hmm. Let's just be. Yeah. No, really. Right. We oh, are wow. just one people. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end gr- of the day. That's, That's mm-hmm. great. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. That, that is what we need, you know, just thinking about everything that's, you know, going on with our our folks, the Kia'i that's still out there mm. on Mauna Kea, you know, protecting um, the mountain and, yeah. you know, the folks in uh, New Zealand who mm-hmm. are protecting, I always get this wrong, Ihumatao? I'm sorry. Yeah, for, I think it's like Ihumatao or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, folks out there protecting that. What's happening in the Amazon. I know. You know, with the rainforest and like it being deliberately, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. set ablaze. Just all <laughs> of this destruction to Mother Earth. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. we definitely needed that word. Yeah. Yeah. In Thank this you. space. And just mm-hmm. to have all, you know, power to everybody who's out there. Standing up, fighting, dealing, you know, dealing with whatever you're going through, being mm. resilient. Mm. Like, let's be and let mm. yeah. and let be. Yeah. Thank you, Sifa. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. I had, can I throw in an extra quote in there? Come on, <clears throat> please. That was, that was powerful. Thank you, Sifa. Oh, thank um, you. This one's kind of been sitting with me and I've been reading it a lot on, um, on Instagram, but this one, um has more to do with emo- just our emotions, but it says um, punishment is what we give our- give to ourselves for somebody else's mistake. And <clears throat> I don't know, I feel like that's, I've been dealing with just kind of like, you know, like today I was just frustrated, <laughs> angry. I didn't know who I, who to be angry to, like a family member or like being angry that I'm late. But, you know, I'm just kind of trying to figure out like, you know, like this, first of all, like, you know, I don't need to punish because my self-talk is intense. It's like right. next level. It's like that's that's the type of stuff that I need, that I'm constantly having to like change and just unlearn. But it when, when it comes to like triggers or just people like just kind of pressing you, it's like you can't help but to kind of relapse and go back to like that old self-talk again, you know. So yeah. <clears throat> this has just been a quote that has been lately my mantra is just for this whole week, you know, like trying to like re you know relearn a new lang- a new type of self talk because mm-hmm. it's just been I've been punishing myself for so many years of like you know you fucked up here you go again you you, mm-hmm. you know you're never going to finish it you you know you it's just a lot of negative negative and I know we we are constantly like encouraging people to like speak this and we are always like about like positivity but a bitch goes through this, goes through it. <laughs> I'm as human as can be, you know. And it's like to hear this type of, um, to come across it on Instagram. It was it was perfect because you know, like I really sat and reflected on like shit. I didn't realize how much I punished myself. Word. Do you know what I'm saying? And I give grace more to others than myself. Mm. And I spend and I shouldn't, 
but I do. And this is something that I've been spending time with, and I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta reward myself every second I get because you, you know, no one else is gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. people they have like very surface level rewarding to me, but it's like if I don't master that alone. I will be fucked up to everybody else, you know. So, like, that's been resonating with me. I don't even know why I felt like sharing that, but that's just been something in my spirit. I was like, man, I gotta, I just put this out there and just, you know, maybe for someone listening, Mm -hmm. but just that quote really, really Mm -hmm. did something to me. So, it really helped me kind of just reshift my language, Mm -hmm. reshift just going from something so negative to just seeing the bigger pictures like oh shit this is not even that big of a deal you know mm, yeah so yeah yeah sometimes you just have to hear yourself say it you know what i mean Facts. you can say it in your mind but it's like you just have to hear yourself say it Facts. in front of people where right. people can like you know relate with you know relate to you mm-hmm. and receive it yeah i hella receive it mm-hmm. I, I went through the same thing this morning where i was like having a moment and i had to just stop what i was doing and like take deep ass breaths mm-hmm. and start to talk to myself right and what i noticed was that when i was talking myself talking to myself to to try to calm down the way i was talking to myself was still negative right mm-hmm. and so i had to like generate this other voice to speak to that voice you mm-hmm. know to to be like you know it's okay you know it, it's just going to be all right i don't you know you don't need to talk to yourself like that that's not going to Get, you know, mm-hmm. it's not going to do anything but just perpetuate the right. same kind of punishment yeah, that you're yeah. talking about. And it's like hella developing these new uh, ways of talking to ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. When I said voices, it sounded like I was crazy or something like no, that. No, I think we all know, <laughs> you know what, what you I mean. mean by that. Okay, you know what I was talking about. <clears throat> but like just trying to develop a different way of addressing ourselves because we have been conditioned to think yeah. about like just all these punitive ways of correcting ourselves yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely and you i i I totally jumped the gun on this whole and that whole quote but um it's it posed as a question first it said what is anger and Mm. then anger is punishment that uh, we give to ourselves for somebody else's mistake Mm -hmm. so i totally left that part out but it could be anything it's like oh shit what is anger what is um um, what's another? What is insecurity? Right. What is like self hate? What is like any of those things? You can, can be whatever, but <clears throat> anger is just one of those hidden, subtle things that just kind of comes out of nowhere. Especially when a bitch is in a rush and there's road right. rage. It's like <laughs> everyone's getting the middle finger. Like get out of my way. So yeah, that was a uh, that was a little tedious quote that I just <laughs> want to throw in there. No, I love it. Yeah, I love it. definitely a Sela. Yeah, Sela yeah. moment. Yeah. What about you? No. Mm. We can sit on the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just say yeah. lie with that, because I feel like what what you both just shared really centered me and grounded me in this just this fight that, like you said, right? We're out here and we we promote wellness and we we try to feed life into people, mm-hmm. um, but we are also practicing it, and we're mm-hmm. also facts. We're also like having to work through our own shit, and so like we're not just out here dishing facts. it. Because we've reached some kind of elevation, it's like now nah, we, we all on the way up, mm-hmm. yeah. and let's all get there together, right? Yeah, absolutely. For the world citizens, yes, <laughs> we're all world citizens. The world citizens. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, my bruh. <laughs> uh What's good? I got a few bruhs. Oh damn. Yeah, I got a few bruhs. I'm I'm gonna get through these quickly, man, because you know. I think through it all, 
I'm also just still trying to maintain this like sense of peace. Mm. Right. I really had a great weekend last weekend uh, going yes, going on a trip to celebrate the one year anniversary of my sister. Yes. Up in heaven, who's definitely watching down on on all of us. And I just really felt I had like a hella cathartic moments, mm. you know, just over my trip. And I really found a, uh, a sense of healing. Right. Like this shift in my head of of. um being able to work through a lot of the trying times that life has presented to me mm. right now, right? But with all the, with that, right, like just the stuff that's happening in the world, I'm just like, bruh, you know, how do we have these, how do we like address these these issues, right? <clears throat> right. And my first bruh is this whole situation with Jadena and his tattoo. Oh my gosh. Help right? us, Lord. Now, when when <clears throat> it first came out, like when Jadena was, you know, sh- showing off his tattoo. I mean, he fine too, by the way. Yeah, he is daddy. Uh, he is like, daddy. You go ahead and rock that tattoo, <laughs> bro. But like, I just seen a lot of different uh, conversations out there about this tattoo, right? Like, hella people celebrating the fact that he got it, talking about that he mixed it with Nigerian right um, influence. And then the the video came out of him on Breakfast Club, and he was explaining how, like, you know, he grew, he grew up or lived in EPA, mm-hmm. grew up around the PI community mm-hmm. with Samoans and Tongans, mm-hmm. and uh, how he was just inspired, right? Like, he really loved... Uh, keyword inspired right there mm-hmm. right keyword inspired really loved the culture mm-hmm. he he admired the line work cuz mm-hmm. you know that shit is clean right um and how just like the community our community mm-hmm. the pi communities are you know <clears throat> posting reposting sharing the video it's everywhere Everyone's everywhere loving it. Mm-hmm. showing love showing hella love mad love mad love yet these motherfuckers you know don't either they don't show up or they don't speak up uh, when everybody was coming for Bex. This bitch. Bex's throat. Right. <laughs> and her tattoo, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that's hella interesting, right? Like, granted, there was hella people uh, that showed up for you mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. when you were, you know. I did see that. Right? Mm-hmm. When you were getting slammed with just hella hate and everything and negativity. Like, there was hella people that came and, like, showed up for you. But there was also hella people just hating. And I thought it was interesting that, like, you know, somebody who's not from the community... Uh, that, you know, gets an inspired mm-hmm. kind of tattoo, right? That he receives praise praise and uh, welcoming respect. and respect. Love. Where, whereas, and I wonder if it's because he's a man versus mm-hmm. like you. And a celebrity. And mm-hmm. a celebrity mm-hmm. where, versus you who's in the community. Regular schmegler. Right? Got this piece. It's it's not a malu. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how many times we got to say that. It's inspired by the malu. Mm-hmm. And uh from the 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 Filipino uh, mm-hmm. culture as well, right? Mm-hmm. Just just hella shitting on you mm-hmm. for the fact of you having that tattoo, and then also I'm like, it's because she's a woman, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it has to be that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I just was really conflicted with like how our community is showing up for Jadena and hella condemning, mm-hmm. had hella condemned Bex, right? And I know we laid that issue down already with that special episode right. and everything, but that's just really something that was just like, there's something, there's something that's really Unsettling. grinding. Yeah, yeah. It's really grinding my gears about that. I even had to, you know, tweet about it. Oh, did you? Yeah, because you know, shit. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. You know, like it, it's 
it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not okay to me. I, I don't know if like, have you felt? Have you kind of felt that yeah, too, partner, the, with the, just seeing that? Bruh, right when I seen the video, I was like, this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really appreciated that he said, you know, was inspired. And But I was like, but when a bitch s- uses that same rhetoric, it's like, damn. Right, right. I get no love. I mean, I, okay, I don't want to discredit. I do get love. But for the most part, my shit went viral in a negative way, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, <clears throat> I haven't yet to see this video go negative yet. But mm-hmm. then again, this was like, Sis, what was four, five, six months later, my shit went viral. Mm-hmm. So maybe it just got to let sit in people's spirit for people to be like, okay, this wasn't right. So let it sit with the community and mm-hmm. see how right. they fuck with it. But because my again, my picture didn't go viral until months later. Yeah. So that has been posted for hella long, and now somebody want to bring it up. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's a it's a download enemy. I'm telling you, <laughs> right. it's a download no. enemy. It's, it's someone from my backyard, for real. <laughs> Honey, I, I, like all of a sudden it just come out of nowhere, right. honey. Which family member is this? I got, I gotta pull some cards, honey. Who did you hurt, girl? Okay, I don't know. That's yeah. them closet people. That's why I don't fuck with them. And it's crazy because I feel like because he's also a celebrity, yeah. You know, and because he's like he's mentioning, you know, Tongan, Samoan, and Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. You know that mm. they're like, oh, like you know, when he first got it, I didn't really see too many people talking about it. Oh, you know, I kind of was like. Um, I was kind of like, okay, well, you know, are you going to give credit to where credit's due? Right. Mm. You know, only because it's like, you're a celebrity. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who don't know about us. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, you know, mention it. You know, right. mention it. Let let, any, let somebody know. And then he finally comes out with his story. And then all of a sudden, everyone's okay. But you even came out with mm-hmm. why you got it. And people still didn't care. I know. You know what I mean? And it is. And it's funny you say that, Chief, because um, in that same video, right, your boy, Charlemagne the guy, he was like, oh, what, what are Polynesians? Who is that? And that's when Jadena was explaining, oh, there's, you know, Samoans, Tongans, mm-hmm. Hawaiians or whatnot. He was like, oh, okay, I'm going to have to look that up. I, I didn't know that was a people. I just thought it was a, a sauce, sauce at Chick-fil-A. <clears throat> Motherfucker. funky ass. You some of my, <laughs> He talk like he know everything. I know. Yeah. He no, he like would, he but he did everything. He did put this out there. Like, you know, I, I, th- I'm, I may be ignorant, but, you know, so he did voice that out before even saying like what is Polynesian so mm-hmm. he did recognize that he's ignorant because he's not really exposed to that so. but but see now something that I'm I'm gonna pull a receipt because there's an interview and y'all can google this right that he hadn't that they had uh that Balangi lady on the show what's her name um something Handler she's a comedian mm. Chelsea Handler Chelsea Handler mm-hmm. they had her on the the Breakfast Club, and they were interviewing her, and she, and she talked about having, I don't know if it was a Samoan or a Tongan contractor, mm-hmm. and she went in on like just saying how stupid uh, we are, you know, like terrible businessmen. We had we have no uh, business, you know, like thinking that we can do construction work or mm. landscape work, and he was. He was engaging in that conversation mm-hmm. with her, right? And I remember holding her accountable to that, like w- way back when, when I first, um, when I first seen the video, and I was like, first of all, that's really fucked up for you to say because <clears throat> maybe that was just one situation, and maybe you hired some—I don't know, like what that whole situation was. Um, but I'm gonna take the side of my people and not yours, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. I don't know who the person is, but you can't talk about a whole group of people like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like to like for me to think about ancestrally, like 
our ancestors were intelligent and brilliant as fuck. Like we created homes, we created shelter only from what the land provided for us, Mm. right? Like at Samoan language class, Tamar was just talking to us about how brilliant, you know, Samoans were in terms of like how they structure their architecture. There's different types of um, fales that were built, right? Like the fale o'o, the the faletele, the utupoto, like just all these different variations of like how we created and built shelter just from the elements we that the land provided and and the ocean, mm. right? And I was just like, bro, you can't, you, you don't get to be that ignorant talking about, oh, I thought that was just a sauce at Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, you... That's true, that's <clears throat> true. You've had some... You've had some connection some or some knowledge, conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, he's mentioned Tongans and Samoans before. Charlemagne. Oh. Um, I don't remember the Chelsea Handler one, but oh. I remember him, to- he mentioned Tongans and Samoans a couple years back. So he knows about our people. Maybe he didn't know that we were, you pa- know, uh, Polynesian. Polynesian yeah. right. Maybe, but I don't know. Um, That's true. I still love him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, like, I'm not saying he's a terrible person. I'm, I'm upset about what was said and yeah. and I also think just in this this thought of like healing and mm-hmm. res, you know restoration and restorative yeah. kind of justice right like I don't want to mm. uh, punish yeah someone for life just off of one thing right like there's definitely room for growth for all of us yeah but the situation right now I'm just like bruh let's do better right yeah. so that's bruh number one bruh number two oh. bruh number two is uh, you know that that video. There's like a small clip of The Rock, right, talking about the use of the word "uso." Oh, okay. And how "uso" means brother, mm-hmm. right? And I've 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 been kind of like thinking about how that word is used here, um, for our community in the on the continent, right, in mm-hmm. the states, because it has it has been very gendered in terms of folks saying uso means brother mm. and it's kind of it kind of you know grinds my gears because it's like uso doesn't only mean brother it also means sister too right it's not it doesn't mean one thing it's about it's about like the relationship you have with someone and how you address them right so mm. for those who don't know uso is and it's used the same way as togoua right mm-hmm. where uh i'm a man and a man will address each other as uso, and a woman and a woman will uh, address each other as uso. But then there's different names um, for how they address each other, mm, right? Yeah. And so, like, a brother will refer to his sister as tuafafine. Right, right, right. And a sister will refer to her brother as tuangane, right? But same gender, uso, mm-hmm. right? And so I just, I don't know, this... This idea of like the word just meaning brother grinds my gears because it erases women's existence mm-hmm. or um, position to be able to use that to word. To use that word, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if like y'all y'all have the same <laughs> feelings, mm-hmm. but like that shit just been kind of. You commented on the rocks picture, yeah, didn't I co- you? Yeah, I commented yeah. on that video. Oh, the video and that uh, he posted. That he posted, mm-hmm. yeah, and then hella people were just. You know, as usual, standing up for him and saying all kind of shit like, well, you know, you really don't hear women using the word uso and da-da-da-da. And I'm like, 
Well, I don't know what your experience is like, but right. I know like my sisters refer to each other as Uso. Yeah. You know, and I've 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 heard Tongan sisters refer to each other as Toko and mm-hmm. it's like I don't know, I just feel like it's beautiful, right? Like right. let's not limit the beauty and the usage of our language to yeah. fit our Western context. Mm. I might be hella critical, right? <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. That's just what I've been sitting with. Well, because they, they also, um, oh, what was I going to say? They make it okay. You yeah. Because they're like, oh, well, you know, the Samoan women don't use it. And, you know, they'll call each other Uso. So it's like, but that doesn't make it okay. Right. right. You know, if you know, you just educate. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think The Rock knew. I don't think The Rock knew, but I'm just like, at least do your research. Come on. At least put it out there, you know, because I know he's, you know, he's putting on for us, right? Like, yes, yeah. everybody Definitely. is like, oh, he's giving us so much, you know, exposure or whatnot. And he, you know, like there was an interview that he had with a woman where she referred to the Sivatao as a haka. And he explained it to her, right? Like the war dance and X, Y, and Z. So he did that part. But I just feel like with this word and him just saying it meant brother, it's like, bro, it means it means a, a lot, lot more. more you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm not, again, the same thing with like, see the guy, right? With Charlemagne, like I'm not, I know I'm very critical of The Rock, um, but I'm not like punishing him for life, right? Like it's, right. Just, it's just these things, right? Like, Let's do better. Again, let's be better. That's your brother. So, you know, yeah. you're yeah. like, you know, you're always going to have something to say. Um, Keep him accountable. Concerning, you know, especially your culture, because he has a the platform. platform. The platform. Then, yeah. So then, you know, for you to see him not really, um, you know, full-heartedly, you know, going in. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's obviously going to make you upset, mm-hmm. and, you know. And I agree with you 100%. And lead people astray. Like, yeah, exactly. Confusing. Mm-hmm. You know, like when if a, if a woman was to use it, people were like, well, the rock said no yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me break it down to right. you a little bit. Let me, let me kick some science. Right. Um, and I think to your point too about, you know, like folks making it okay, whether women use it or not, whether men use it or not, like the, the fact still stands is that that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how it's used. Let them know the yeah. full spectrum of it, right? And, but it goes back to th- what we were just talking about with um, J- Jadena. Mm-hmm. It's like, is it are we supporting the Rock and just saying, you know, be cool because he's a celebrity? Because what if he was just a regular schmegler? Right. Everybody would have been like, right. you're oh, using yeah. it wrong, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's like you don't even know your it's, yeah. it's people's status. You know, we're just honoring status, and we're not even honoring like. Mm-hmm. The, Come on, the, partner. Yes. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. true. We are. You're right. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you're hella right. We mm-hmm. honor status mm-hmm. more than the truth. Yeah, the truth. And I hear it all the time. Oh, the Rock's putting on for us. So just shut the fuck up. Right? I hear that Who all gives a fuck? The, the Rock's putting on for us you know and it's like hella people standing for him and i'm like he don't care about Mm y'all and i know a lot of uh a lot of our you know pi our poly folks out there might feel some type of way because i just seen his wedding photos him him marrying that palangi girl (laughs) hey you know to each his own to each his own to each his own (laughs) That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> and my last bruh, I'm sorry, mm. just let one last bruh. Let it out. <laughs> let, it out. <laughs> let it out. Release, no, honey. In. Baby girl. I don't mean to take up so much uh, space and so much time. You we know? missed an episode. It's, it's, it's catching <laughs> okay. catching up. Oh, yeah, we sorry about that last week. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but just my last bruh is that's the story about um, that young man whose name uh, is Reese. Mm. 
yeah. who mm. took his own life just because of like the uh, the bullying, bullying and the mm. torment that he received for being uh, vocal about how he, you know, how he loves trans women. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that story just really broke my heart, especially with just thinking a lot lately about uh, the trans community mm-hmm. and especially being gifted with such a, you know, necessary and important series like Pose, mm-hmm. right? And that really zooms in and focuses on, like, trans women experiences, right? Mm. And just being... And especially thinking about, like, how so many trans women, especially um, black trans women, are murdered mm-hmm. mm. daily, just every day. Every day, right? Disregarded. Like the they are the at the lowest of the mm-hmm. of the totem pole. And it's it's just so heartbreaking that like this young man was able to stand up in his truth to express that he you know, he, he loved the woman that he was with mm-hmm. um and be pushed to the point to take his own life. And I heard you know, like there's other um news that followed after that about like, you know, reports about like him being abusive um, you know, having some mental health issues mm-hmm. or whatnot. Um, and, you know, I, I want to admit that I don't know the full, the full scope of like mm. the story in depth, but just to hear about the, you know, the day it came out about how he took his life. Like it was just kind of, it was very tragic because we hear about trans women, you know, being killed and murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, how this person was able to stand up in his truth and was even pushed to such a decision to make, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, kind of, it's very sad. It's yeah. sad. It's very, very sad. sad to me. <clears throat> yeah, I think two things that um, were sad. Well, one, the fact that he took his life because of being bullied. And second, that he was being bullied by his own people. You know, or yeah. people of color. Yeah. And that that was, you know, I just feel like we fuel into just kind of like, you know, like just v- validating and and affirming like the white supremacy, you know, mm-hmm. like when we do shit against each other, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it was very sad for me to be like, damn, he's in the hood. It's just it's like I'm sure he, I don't know if he knows those dudes, but they they. They were just kind of getting at him, and like, man, it's like it's patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And like, it was just. I want to. I want to be very clear, and I want to say this, especially because this is. I. I had, you know, proclaimed this on our, uh, IG story is that, toxic masculinity kills, mm-hmm. right? Because you know, I think we've had these conversations before, we and have. I know we're gonna dive into it a little bit when we chop it up with you, Chief, just about like how, you know, growing, having. Um, to grow up and growing up being queer folks, mm-hmm. right? And always being corrected. I, I, my experience, I'll speak from, is that like just always being corrected about like, don't act like that, don't talk like that, don't sit like that, don't move like that, Thanks. don't, you know, just like all this shit. And it's like that kind of, you know, like that kind of um, treatment, you know, it can push you to those limits. Like there were hella moments of suicidal ideation which is thinking like I'm not I'm not man enough right air quotes mm-hmm. um, to exist because I'm never doing this right right and so 
it's just toxic. I know toxic masculinity kills. For sure. This is a clear-cut case. For sure. Yeah. It's sad, but, you know, especially in the hood, that's where a lot of, you know, a lot of... A lot of us get ridiculed. Is yeah, <clears throat> yeah, because it's perpetuated, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, regardless of you know him being abusive or whatever, it's just the fact that he's t- we lost someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just because he was trying to be who he, you know, right. trying to live his truth, you know, and everyone literally kind of like pushed him to the edge, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he was just like, bye. Right. You know, I don't fit I here. I, I don't fit do in this. anymore. Right. And that's the sad thing about it. And and there was definitely healing, right, that needed mm-hmm. to happen, not just even on the, not just even, like, with him being able to stand in his truth and, mm-hmm. like, uh, love who he loves, but also healing needed um, in terms of, like, addressing the abuse. Yeah. Right? And being abusive to his partner or whatnot, um, where it didn't, you know, wasn't able to happen because there mm-hmm. wasn't that kind of... yeah space for him you know so right. it's just it's it's sad and it's frustrating and it's all the more reason why it's important you know just to for us to be in our truth yeah to stand Absolutely. tall in it right mm-hmm. facts sorry y'all that's, that's all my bros Damn, you sure bro. you let it all out <laughs> I did are you Honey, sure is there I, one, I, is there I one more? <laughs> let me just <sighs> oh lord oh, thank you for allowing me to release yes how about y'all? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. What about you, Siva? You have a bruh? Bruh. <laughs> sass. It could this be sass. Heat. It could be this sis. heat. I'm a big ass bitch. <laughs> it has been so fucking hot these past couple months. Is it hot I in Napa? I bet oh over there gosh, in Napa it's too. Burning. Oh, really? Yeah, we're the valley. We're valley weather. Oh my god. So I've no, never when been it gets Napa. cold, it's cold. But when it gets hot, it's, it's hot. hot. Yeah, but it's it wasn't like that when we first moved out there. So, okay. you know, climate change, you know. So you just be like okay. in, yes. in your ear in front of the fan, legs wide open. <laughs> Honey, no ear, girl. No, no open, no, no ear, girl. I'm playing there. I'm like, hey, grandma. <laughs> oh, damn. I okay. don't really have a bruh. That was just that was just that's real was, shit. It has been okay. hot. Okay, hey, I'm a big why, ass bitch. You know what I mean? So, chief, that's why you got to get you one of these, girl. Flat. <laughs> I have one. It says Beast. I got it from. Oh, it the, says Beast. Yeah, it was the uh, Alyssa Edwards collection with uh, uh, what is it? Anastasia Beverly Hills. I love. Yeah, I lost. The, I like um turned up last week, and I, I don't know. I probably threw it <laughs> away somewhere. <laughs> I love Alyssa Edwards. Yes, beast. Can you do that? Oh, that's the hey, real one. That's, that's the, the real, real one. one. You know they get that from the streets. Okay, because you know only the hood girls. Right, they do right. The, like that's not how you do it. Do it one more time, Chief. Hey! <laughs> the real tongue pop. Yes. Oh, All right, my bruh. That was not, not even. A, that was a Kaya S bro right there. Girl, do it again. Because I don't really have like shit to unload. More like shit to celebrate. So yeah. Like, so it's like bruh. bruh. Yeah, like, <laughs> baby girl. <laughs> it's more like that. Baby girl. What yeah, it is? Just what a it quick do? bruh. Just uh, you know, I'm just really happy of where I'm at emotionally. Finally, um, where I'm at physically. Where I'm at mentally. Not yet financially, but <laughs> but yeah, I'm just. Are kinda, any of us? Yeah. Okay. Right? This has been a great week. I've been doing a lot of um, self-focus, 
and even like trying to focus on others. You know, people, I felt like that um, our little meeting connection that we had the other day that we'll talk about next week was such a refreshing moment for me. Me too. People and I had a little heart to heart that was like. I had a lot of great Selah moments. And when I say Selah, it's like it's Selah in the Bible is like when you pause and reflect. Mm. So that's why when we say mm. Selah, like I had a lot of moments where D-Boy was sharing some of his stories and experience where I reflected on that. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Coming over here with Mr. Wise one. Mm. Okay. <laughs> coming here with all your revelation and epiphanies. And now I'm like, oh, shit. I got that's that. It's not mine to hold. I got to share it. Hey. That's, that's my, what you that's do, my inheritance. That's what you do. Well, that's mm-hmm. what you both do. Hey. <laughs> Thank but, you. yeah, I'm just really feeling ready to just kind of take on whatever it is that we need to do. I feel like we have a better sense of direction, not only as a brand, but also even as a person. So I feel like I'm kind of getting the hang of things. So I'm happy. I'm just happy. Yeah. Where? Yes. That's I'm all happy I'm happy for you. Yes, yes. And if I says I was I was gonna give a shout out to come pull up to some K-Nova's concert, but it'll be Monday by the time this release. But I'll be at K-Nova tonight. Okay. I wish y'all would pull up. I think it's I'm going to be there. At the door. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that it was at Tiki Pete's. Yes. But my cousins were like, oh, we'll just go to Tiki Pete's after. And I was like, oh, let's go. It's going to be I don't cracking. know about the $20, though. Okay, we're going to be outside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm back from the But yeah, that's it. That's cool, my cool. All right, y'all. Well, let's get uh, to these announcements right quick, and we'll be right back. Join Asian American Recovery Services every first Friday of the month for Journey to Empowerment. It goes down at our second home, 725 Price Street in Daly City, California. Join us where we commune as community over food and discuss taboo topics as well as many other issues from the PI community through a PI lens. Open to all. Join us every first Friday. Thank y'all for tapping into those announcements. And now we are back with our ICUs. So, Chifa, I'm going <laughs> to hand it off to you, girl. Who, who's your ICU this week? This week, my ICU is my baby sister, Mia. Hey. Um, happy birthday. Today's her birthday. She oh, birthday. just turned 28. I know she's not a baby, but in my eyes, she'll always be my little daughter. Your daughter. Yeah, she's my daughter. <laughs> I, I raised her into such a wonderful young woman. Okay. She's out in Michigan right now with my aunt Fita. They're both um, working at a high school there. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the thing with my little sister Mia and why I'm dedicating this to her is she's the one who keeps me like spiritually grounded. Mm-hmm. She's always, after high school, even before high school, she's always been... Very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, she was always, like, my spiritual partner. Like, we'd go mm. to, like, a lot of Baha'i youth stuff. And, you know, we'd always just be together, me and her. And um, she did her year of service. Um, Mormons, you know, they have their missions. Mm-hmm. Baha'is, we have a year of service right after high school. Wow. You know, still as a young youth. You have to choose wherever you want to go. She chose to go to one of the Baha'i institutes in uh, Maine. So she was there for a year. She met a lot of people, came back. And then she went and served in the Holy Land. She went to Israel, Haifa. Wow. Haifa, Israel is is the Baha'i Holy Land. And we have um, the Baha'i World Center there. And we're so blessed that she was, you know, she had that opportunity because, you know, she's, 
that's that's our holy land. She was yeah. there. And she got to say a lot of prayers for us. So we always feel the blessings um, mm. to our family with my little sister Mia, and she just means the world to me. Aww. And you know, I always want her home, but mm. I, she's most happy when she's serving the faith. Yeah, she does a lot of. So they're next to Flint. Her and Fita oh, do wow. a lot of work with the youth in Flint. Oh my wow. gosh, their youth are. Hilarious. These <laughs> kids are so bright. It really breaks my heart the situation that they're, you know, right. yeah. that, they're, that they're given. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing them just live their life, you know. Because what's happening, what's happening in Flint, Michigan? Right yeah, now? yeah, with what's happening in Flint, Michigan. Oh, what and, is it? Um, what's like, happening? <clears throat> you know, the water. Right. The yeah. water. Mm-hmm. There's no clean water there. Mm-hmm. These people have lost hope. Yeah. These yeah. people, they just, they don't trust anyone anymore. They can't even, you know, they can't trust their government. So mm-hmm. how are they yeah. going to trust anybody? Right. So it's really hard to kind of penetrate the community. That's mm-hmm. so true. And so for my sister and my aunt to be able to, you know, take what they've learned here, living here in, in the Bay in Sacramento and mm-hmm. being able to... Um, Wisefully, you know, um, connect with these people, like yeah. in a way, and gain their trust, and just all their work, That's all true. the work that they do. But my little sister, she's just, she's everything. There are times, like she's, she's never judged me, mm. never ever in her life has ever judged me. Mm. And there are times where I know I've disappointed her in ways. Um, I there were times where I could have protected her. I wish I had protected her from a lot of, you know. Uh, unfortunate events mm-hmm. but I wasn't able to and so now I just try to um, move forward with right. just making sure that I'm there for her mm. the way that she is there for me mm. and I'm not disregarding any of my other siblings right. <laughs> right. I'm just right. saying like this little girl is like my everything and mm. I love you so much Mia <laughs> I see you Yay. happy birthday again son. yes oh <laughs> happy birthday Mia Wow. And shout out to Fita, too. Yes, I shout love out to Fita. Auntie Fita Halaholo. Yes, <laughs> she is off the hook. I love her. Uh, well, this week my ICU goes out to Kristen of Pepeau Fashions. Kristen, please forgive me if I got that wrong. Um, Kristen is a native Hawaiian of hey. uh, Vahine, right? She's a businesswoman, and um, I somehow ran into her or found her on social media right mm-hmm. on instagram and she's she sells um she sells jewelry them fire ass earrings you got on right now honey. yeah yes oh, baby it's like, boy uh, a lot of, i love her mm-hmm. right so not just like you know like um jewelry jewelry right she sells specific kind of earrings uh whether they're like faux gauges or oh. dangles but they're a lot of uh they're made from folks that she has relationships with because she has a lot of relationships with carvers. Mm. Um, and she's building her website right now. Um, I had hit her up on Instagram, and I was like, yo, these earrings are dope. How can I get those? And she had she had DM'd us and was saying, oh, these are the last pair, and so we got to chop it up a little bit. And she, you know, we were just exchanging, and she was like, well, if you can make it to Hayward, come and get, you know, like you, you can get these tonight. And I was like, shoot, say no more. And so I went out there and, you know, we just vibed a bit and was chopping it up. And, like, she actually, these earrings I'm wearing right now, she she thought that these would look good on me. These aren't the Those ones that I you, wanted. Oh, they weren't? No, the ones I wanted I actually didn't in, uh, even end up getting because there were so many more to choose from. Oh. So I definitely want y'all to follow her, check her out. She doesn't have her website up yet, but it's in the works. But on IG, it's... Pepe Ao underscore fashions. 
That's at P-E-P-E-I-A-O underscore fashions with a Z. Check out her stuff. Hit her up and um, and cop this dope merch. <laughs> I love these things. Though. It is. I love it because I, I I have seen folks with with earrings like this and I hella wanted them, but I don't. Mm. I didn't want to get gauges, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that I could still rock these, people are like, "D boy, your ears." I'm like, "These are fake, bro. Don't worry, don't trip. I'm not gonna have those those saggy ball ears. Oh <laughs> that smell those like dangling. belly button. That smell like belly button. <laughs> they do. They well, do. I feel like, well, earrings, I mean, piercings, period. Like, they, yeah. They smell like belly button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like those gauges ones. Chief, those... what does belly button smell like? Oh my gosh, no. let me tell you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I might have, know. I might have, I might have <laughs> you know, after picking my belly button. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's picked their belly button and had a little snow. Okay. <laughs> All of that to say mahalo nui to you, Kristen. I really appreciate it, and I can't wait uh, to to grab some more. You know, mine's I know, coming soon. Yeah, I know. Bex want to get her a pair, mm-hmm. uh, but for all y'all listening, definitely go check her out. She's on the rise, um, and Kristen, I see you. All right, we got to pay some bills. Y'all go ahead and tap into our announcements, and we'll be right back. The Wayfinders Scholarship is a collaboration of the Wayfinders brand and scholars Levalasi Loyan and Andrew Vai. As Pacific Islander students in higher education, you have accepted your identity as a Wayfinder in pursuit of a college degree. As former students in higher education themselves, they founded the Wayfinders Scholarship to recognize your work and support you in your journey. The requirements for this scholarship are to be a current full-time undergraduate college student in California at a community college or university, be Pacific Islander, specifically Melanesian, Micronesian, and of Polynesian descent, have a cumulative GPA of 2.0 or higher, submit your application, transcripts, and video submission by August 31st, 2019. If you have any questions, please email them at wayfindersscholarship at gmail.com. And you can also follow at Fearless Wayfinders for more questions. To support, purchase gear online or send Venmo donations to at Jordan-Fihaki to support one of two $1,000 scholarships. All right, I'm hella excited to get into this segment because we get to chop it up all with you, Chifa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me do the backs. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, yours sound a little X-rated, though. <laughs> it's very sensual. There. I know, okay. right? I have lots of fun with the microphone. Okay. Doing a little Jill Scott. <laughs> oh, my oh, my God, the Jill Scott yeah. oh. with the micro. Yes. Oh. So She got so much uh, flack for that, but I could dig it. I know. Did she? I thought she got a lot of love. I thought she got a lot of love, too. Maybe all the freaky pages I was looking at. Yeah. Giving her love. (laughs) That was hella dope. Anyway, it's about you, Chifa. Chifa. Hella Vela. (laughs) I honestly don't know what to talk about. It's all good. We want to ask. We want to know about everything. Yeah, we want to talk to you because, you know, like I said earlier, just seeing you... And any, you mm-hmm. know, in your elements uh, when you all were creating those videos, mm-hmm. 
yes, there's a lot of comedy relief there, right? Especially, mm -hmm. like, just cool to see, okay, not my experience, but just the experiences I know of, of like, being around, you know, my Tongan partners or whatnot. Like, these videos are just hella Tongan, right? Mm -hmm. And y'all had such a, a chemistry uh, with each other that, like, you can, it's undeniable. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is why y'all got so... Y'all became so viral before mm -hmm. viral was a right, thing, right? right? Yeah. And those videos and and even just having proximity to you growing mm -hmm. up, um, because I don't know if you know this partner, but like my family in Sacramento mm. um, was very close with your family, or like they all mm -hmm. fucked with each other, right? They went to school and they were all homies, and that's how like I knew of you. Mm -hmm. um, and so to see you in the See you in the videos, like, oh, that's Sifa, okay. Mm -hmm. And just hella, like, uh, just hella engulfed mm -hmm. in, in the in the comedy and seeing our folks do that shit. I was just like, yo, that's hella dope. You know, yeah. to see you just living out loud, right? Living yes. your truth. Um, and so to have you here is like, I really want to chop it up with you about, like, what it was like for you growing up, you know, to get to a point where you are now, mm -hmm. right, as... Um, as a as a queer person, right? Yes. Um, well, first of all, let me ask you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you identify yourself? I identify myself as trans. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, you know, it's hard for um, for RPI people to, you know, um, I don't know, receive that because you right. know they don't really know too much. It's just you're either it's like one or the other. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, and and for someone to. To actually identify as a woman, mm. you know, and to actually, you know, want to live as a woman and, mm. and just, like, identify. Like, you know, that's just, um, that's me. So it kind of took me a while to to mm. realize that, mm -hmm. you know. But as a at a very young age, I always just knew. Like, I wasn't happy mm. in the body that I was, you know, born in. Mm. Um, you know, my biological parts that <laughs> you know that I just I just always knew that you know I was unhappy I just didn't know there was a term for that mm. I didn't mm. know that there were other people that you know were like and I did you know I always knew of trans women growing up I just didn't know that I was like them mm -hmm. you know I didn't know because in the Tongan in the Tongan language there's you know there's Lati and so there's no other you're, you know, if you're LGBT, you're just lady, mm -hmm. or you know, if you're a lesbian, you're just fakatangata. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like the term fakalati. I just feel like it's used in such a bad way, right? That, um, you know, when someone refers to me as a fakalati, I I get offended. Mm -hmm. um, but lady, what's the definition of fakalati? Fakalati is like a lady. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like in the like in the way of a lady, right? Or yeah, like, in the way of a lady, or just you similar know, to. Yeah, very similar. Um, but like, you know how like uh, the word mala, like a lot mm -hmm. of people yeah. don't realize that that's not, yeah. that you sh you know, you shouldn't be okay with being called a mala. Right. It's like kind of like with me and the fakaleti. Um, mm. But growing up, oh my gosh. Um, growing up was kind of weird because... You know, I grew up with a lot of ladies, mm. like older ladies. Mm -hmm. um, mm. I think Ati would probably be the only um, Tongan lady that I actually grew up with because mm. we were like a, like a peer, right? Yeah, we were neighbors. We we lived in a duplex, and they were literally my next door neighbors. Oh, okay. So I had a lot of like a lot of my childhood was growing up with Ati. Shout out to Ati. Shout out to Ati, <laughs> and really like. 
I feel like because of because I grew up around Ati, I was able to to live as you know as a little lady. Mm-hmm. Um, because my mom, she was very like. Even though all of her friends back in the islands were all ladies, she still was kind of like, my son's not going to become a, mm. you know, I don't want my son being a lady. Right. Like, I remember I learned that sh- that it wasn't okay. Um, I was probably like four. Oh, wow. I went up to my two sisters, my two older sisters, and I said, look at me. I'm half man, half woman. Mm. They went and told my mom, and I got my ass beat. And I didn't understand why. I really didn't. But then I knew deep down inside, like, oh, it's not okay. I can't. I can't talk like that. But I was still very feminine. Me and Ati Mm. would have, would wear, he would wear Lotte's dresses. I would wear my sister's dresses. We'd be out in the front, you know, playing around like, and my mom just always knew, but I feel like she was in denial. Of course. My dad didn't care at all. My dad never, yeah, he's, and he's like a Tongan man, man, like Faikava man, like Christian and everything, but he was okay. He didn't mind it at all. Yeah. Your dad was more accepting of it. He was more accepting of it. And I think it's Mm. because in his family, there's a lot. There's a lot of ladies in his family. And um, I don't know. I honestly still to this day don't know why my mom thought like that, but it kind of instilled like um, like a. like homophobic tendencies in mm. my sisters, uh. yeah. Um, so there was one sis- one of my sisters growing up. I knew she didn't. She wasn't okay with it. So it was hard growing up around her mm-hmm. and still trying to live my truth. Right. So for a long time, um, for a long time, I just. I never spoke about it, but I still was like, I was Chifa. I was little, you know. I was little Chifa doing my thing. Everybody knew. I didn't have to say nothing. Everyone just knew Mm -hmm. automatically. Um, There was a time in high school, I think my freshman and sophomore year, I like butched it up. Mm. I butched it up. Oh, my gosh. I was like full on beard all the time. I had this long hair. And it was because I was around a lot more people at the time. Mm. And I think I was just too scared to like. Live your truth. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why is because I didn't really grow up around LGBT. I didn't. Mm, I really didn't. So I didn't know that. So I I didn't have uh, friends or family that were LGBT to teach me. to normalize it. Yeah, to yeah. normalize it. Or to, and to know that, um, just to like have a little break from home and go to my little late D friends and mm-hmm. we'll key key and do all of this. And, you know, I can go and do late D things. Like, I wasn't exposed to that until like probably my late teens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, um, I think it was like probably my junior, senior year. I kind of was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I like cut all my hair off. I was still butch, but I was still like very much. I started teaching dances, like poly okay. dances. I started okay. making costumes. And I've always been into that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until. Were you doing makeup as, as well? I wasn't. Oh, you I wasn't. No, I'll get oh, wow. into that a little okay. later because it's crazy how I got into makeup. But um, this incident is. This, there's this, an incident happened with my mom where I kind of like was like, I don't give a fuck anymore. So there was this funeral. Um, one of my great aunts passed away. So I was living back in Sacramento with Monty. So we moved to Napa uh, from Sacramento 
in 2006. I had moved back in 2010 to go to school. So I went and lived with Monty. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was just living my life. I was uh, drinking a lot, but I had my own car. Mm. I wasn't working, and I definitely wasn't going to school. <laughs> but we there was a funeral, and my mom was coming out for the, for the funeral. And um, I, before that, me and my cousin Nan, um, Nani, we went to the hair store and I was like I want to go get a ponytail so I went and I bought this like long it was like probably 36 inches oh. like sling back ponytail yes. put it in my hair I had lashes my eyebrows were always fleaky yes before <laughs> they were Still even are. a thing right, right? <laughs> and so um, and I got her a little blonde one you know to match her hair we went to the funeral or whatever I didn't see my mom during the apple she had ended up leaving but in in my mind I was like this, there's nothing wrong with this you know I'm just I'm just chief mm. the next day at the burial she saw me and I was walking up to the car to check on her and she was pissed off Okay. She was like, look at you. Mm. You're embarrassing me. You know how many families here? And you you embarrassed me in front of all of them. And she had mentioned one of her uncles. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you. Like, da-da-da. We go to the father guy. We go to, like, the buffet to eat after the funeral. On our way back, I drive home with my mom. And she does not talk to me. And we finally get back. We finally get to Napa. And my aunt, my uncle, and my grandma are both there. And we walk in, and my mom just starts grilling me. Mm. I'm literally, like, bawling. I'm crying because I'm so angry mm. that it was such a big deal to her. Yeah. And she was like, how dare you? You are you are not a woman. You cannot be acting like that in front of my family. I'm so mm. embarrassed. Um, she was just calling me all kinds of names and just everything. And it didn't help that my aunt was, like, rubbing my back. And she's like, Sifa, you know you can't do that. That's not the mm -hmm. life to live. You can't live that life. And this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I really just want to get the fuck up out of here. Mm. So I remember going to the room. I took my ponytail off. And I, like, threw it in the garbage. And I was like, I don't want this anymore. It's just, you know, bad, everything bad about it. Mm. Like, just surrounded around it. And then I was going back to Sacramento that night. And I was reaching back to grab... Um, I don't know. I forgot. I was reaching back to grab something. And my cousin Ann left her ponytail in my car. And it was like a blonde one, a blonde with the highlights. And I picked it up and I was like, oh, bitch, <laughs> it's on. And ever since then, I kind of like, because I never came out to my mom. Mm -hmm. Never. And mm. we never talk about it. But I'm, there was one time where I knew I couldn't come out to her was when um, I was massaging her. And this was, like, probably a year before the whole funeral thing. And she was like, I saw you wearing my backlist. I saw a picture. And I was, like, just quiet. And I was sweating. And I was just, like, massaging her. <laughs> and she's like, Sifa, you can be gay. But if I ever find out you want to be a woman, I will kill you. And then I remember in, oh, when she said man. that to me, it it didn't scare me. It just told me, like, okay, you can do it in front of her. But at the time when at the funeral, I wasn't thinking that. Because I was, like, already gone from home. I was just living my truth. Right, so I yeah. guess I was just kind of, like, just caught up in just being myself. That, yeah. You know, I forgot. Oh, my gosh, I forgot. Mom told me I can't be a woman. You right. know what I mean? So, anyways, when I got back to SAC is when Monty was like, I need you to get into makeup. And I was like, why? I was mm. like, Monty, I'm not an artist. I don't know how to do it. He was like, I always have a hairstylist on deck because he did fashion shows all the time. I was like, but I can never get a, a makeup artist or, you know, a free one at that. Mm -hmm. So he bought me um, my first three brushes from MAC and he bought me okay. um, 
these little loose glitter pigments because it was for the next show. It was like, go learn how to do makeup. Ooh. So I like hopped on YouTube and I followed this uh, drag queen named Peach Relude. And I just literally learned from there. And I started by doing makeup on myself. And when I started doing makeup on myself, it's when I started to really feel like, mm. oh, wow. I started to feel like liberated. Like I started mm-hmm. to feel like I'm really living. But yeah. then I also have to remember I'm going home sometimes and I can't wear makeup in front of my mom. But she always commented on how nice my eyebrows were. So I kind of <laughs> knew, like, somewhere in there, there's yeah, a way. Like she's warming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, like, there's a way. And so um, it just started with, like, foundation. Like, mm-hmm. just the, um, the yeah. compact, the pressed yeah. powders. I started putting it on. And then um, she started to notice. But I think she still was kind of, like... She was in denial, so then yeah. she just really thought it was my complexion. Mm. Like, for a long time, I had, like, short hair, so I bought ponytail. Yeah. And I would always wear it. She thought it was my real hair. She didn't know it was my real hair until I took it off in the living room. She's like, what? Why are you wearing that? And I was like, <laughs> because my hair is so ugly. It's, you know, it's too short and it's ugly. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I don't, I don't understand you. <laughs> but then, like, gradually, I started, like wearing more makeup i started growing my hair started getting longer i you know i never had like even like the way i was dressing even though it was like masculine clothing it was still i was i would feminize it right you know i started to wear uh women's jewelry and i would Mm -hmm. go with my mom to buy to buy them as well and then like eventually she just we never talked about it but she just kind of slowly started to accept it started to accept it and um i just never felt the need to come out to her because i just didn't feel like it was any of her business Mm. you know at the end of the day and Mm -hmm. i just i number one first of all i could i just couldn't bring myself to right but then i also just realized it's none of her business Mm -hmm. and for a lot of um people that you know ask me for my advice i'm like you don't have to come out to anybody You really don't. I feel like coming out is the one of the stupidest things mm. ever. Like, mm. why the fuck do you have to come out and mm. say that you know you you know you prefer the same sex? That's the dumbest thing I've ever right. fucking heard. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. But then, and so then you know, I started to just started to live my truth subconsciously. I was doing all of this. I wasn't really aware. Um, and then that's when Annie has started her YouTube channel, and she's like. She's a very shy person. She's mm-hmm. very closed off. She's a bookworm. She's a nerd. Um, but then she started doing these YouTubes, and then she went off to college, and they started to become a lot more popular. Like a lot of people started to share her videos, yeah. and she always kept asking me, "Sifa, you have to do these videos with me." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Any, I can't. I don't. I don't like the way I look. I'm not gonna go on camera with you." And then finally, eventually, we did the Levi Eni video, and then that went viral like the response that we got from that video was crazy <laughs> it was it was so fucking crazy and i was like what i was were, what were folks saying people were just like they were laughing they're like oh my gosh that's my mom that's so my mom oh my god you remind me of my aunties like very relatable yeah and like the thing a lot of the reasons why i was nervous was because i was lazy. Mm. you know yeah. i didn't want to hear the oh that's a faggot oh this and that you know making right. fun of like yeah. the way i act or whatever but um, because of that video, I was accepted by a lot of people. Like the PI community, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was crazy because I feel like I was one of the first ladies to like um, to do something like that and to and be um, received by the public 
as like you know just any like just you know just like them like you know just a normal person yeah. right yeah yeah so um i have a question real quick yeah <clears throat> do you think that um because I, I know you might, i heard you I heard you. Um, I really heard you when you said that. You know, you feel like you don't have to come out. Like it shouldn't mm-hmm. be like, "Hey guys, I'm out." But do you think you didn't? You didn't feel like you had to come out because you were already out. Like you know, you were already kind of you know representing as far as like exterior wise, like yeah. women. You know tendencies Mm -hmm. and kind of dressing like a woman like do you think that that played a part in like you guys i've been looking like this since young i've been Mm -hmm. wearing this since young i you Mm -hmm. know you guys should have caught wind versus somebody like let's just somebody like someone who just looks super hetero you know Mm -hmm. but is like you know internally like they're queer like would you would you say that like those two experiences would be kind of like the same because I feel like with somebody who comes off pretty masculine, they would need to come out because mm-hmm. everyone doesn't know. Everyone's mm-hmm. just assuming like, hey, D-Boy, you look pretty masculine. I can't see that, you know, mm-hmm. versus, you know, them not really knowing you to really. If they spend time with me, yeah, then, they'll, then they'll know. start to question like, oh, yeah, because that, 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 that was my, yeah, that's yeah. my experience. But do you think you... Like, you know, just kind of playing. I, I feel with... like that had a lot to do with so it. So you didn't have to because yeah. people should have caught wind of that. I feel like that had a lot to do with it. Because you were just being you. You yeah. were just being chief. But I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'm already feminine. I already mm. do these things, so yeah, yeah. I don't have to come out. I really meant like I didn't I didn't feel like I had to come out to my mom. Um, That's true. Because I really, it wasn't any of her business. I, I didn't know what she was going to gain from it. Mm. You know, I honestly don't think she would have accomplished anything for me coming out to her like you know it could have made her angry it could have made her happy i don't know but you know at the end of the day it was it was about how i felt yeah yeah, yeah. so maybe if you feel like you have to just because people right. you know up unfortunately we still live in a world where you know people have to know your business and they have to try to get to know get to understand why you are the way you are right. which i don't understand why you know but I mean, I know. you know, that's just the world we live in. I know. Um, it's unfortunate, yes, but yeah. Yeah, it's very unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, I, no, I, you're so right about that. But I really appreciate, thank you very much just for mm-hmm. like the the way in which you just took us through your whole story. Yeah, because I felt like we, we got through your, you know, your experience as a young queer person mm-hmm. to like the trajectory of that and mm-hmm. also how you got connect like connected to uh, beauty. Yeah. Right? Was because... Your brother needed you to mm-hmm. figure it out be, to help out mm-hmm. with his uh, with his vision right? yeah. and what he was creating, and because I feel like maybe he also knew that like you could do it. Oh, Abs- he always he right? always he always has faith in me. I'm like you know like we you know we were all our, our biggest critics, mm-hmm. and like oh. I just never really believed in myself mm-hmm. like that till this day. Sometimes I still don't believe that you know I can accomplish much. But um, mm. speaking on that, you know, I would say, um, what was it? Like probably just earlier this year, you know, I started to sit back and look at the things that I've accomplished and, the th- you know, just a lot of the disappointments in my life, like my situation mm-hmm. pretty much. I was like, I'm like, I, I did beauty school 
I was like, but I'm not working in the beauty industry. Mm. Like, you know, I didn't graduate high school. I, you know, there's just a lot of things I was like beating myself about, mm. beating myself up about. And then I stopped and thought and, you know, realized I've accomplished a lot because I was able to live my truth mm. and not let anybody, even my own mother yeah. who gave birth to me, who I'm scared of. I didn't let her stop me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who Who is stopping you, chief? Chief is stopping me. Mm. Yes. That part. Mm-hmm. I just want to say before you know we get into the other things is that we, you know, Bex and I have definitely had conversations about ourselves being in our own ways, right? Mm-hmm. And your what you're saying right now really resonates with yeah. me because, girl, we've been there and we we fighting hard to get out of it and stay out of it, right? Facts. Mm-hmm. And and I definitely agree with those who are around you that support you and love you that. Mm-hmm. I know you have it in you mm-hmm. to continue to be successful, right? And that those those moments of like self doubt and feeling that like you you went to beauty school but you're not working in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. I went to film school and I'm not working in the film industry, mm-hmm. right? But that doesn't mean that we're any less, right? Right. right. We can work towards manifesting what we want for right. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you know, sometimes we get stuck in the process. Yeah. But it's all a, it's all about, like, continuing to be resilient. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I wanted to point out from your story. Yeah. About just your whole trajectory with uh, your relationship um, in proximity to your mom and your identity is that you were resilient mm-hmm. no matter what. Because I felt like there could have been so many times where you just, like, fuck it. Yeah. And, like, not accept it. Mm-hmm. Not live your truth. And what would that have meant? Yeah. If, you know? Yeah. And so, like, I just wanted to say that I I see you. Yeah. And I hear you. And thank I you. See thank you. you. Okay. Thank you for sharing your story. <laughs> thank you. Because, damn, that was, you know, that's, like, that's what I'm taking away yeah. from it is just that, like, no matter what, you was just like, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you had those moments with your mom, the, the, the one person. The one person. The one person so close to you. And you still Be weren't. Like that. You mm-hmm. still weren't let that take you down yeah you know so i see you yeah Yeah. thank you so much and another huge thing that i see you as is that i mean i don't know if you you consider yourself this but i i consider you a social media influencer oh my gosh no no really (laughs) no No, yes a a thousand percent like you are in almost every poly something page you know uh-huh. like your videos and, and just following just kind of seeing what's his name mr lieutenant is that your yeah cousin? my little brother oh my gosh yeah, Both that's the baby t- that's the baby of our family yeah so i, I followed him and a mm-hmm. lot he would um post a lot of your guys's videos and i'm like mm-hmm. oh my gosh like y- your videos have gone from almost all my friends posting it so i've seen it like years yeah you know oh my gosh <laughs> so it was like it was super powerful when when diwa was like oh yeah i'm gonna see i was like stop oh <laughs> I was low key girl. I was fan girl. I was like, we gonna get Sifa. Oh hell, it was. It's an honor. She was like, I know of Sifa, but I don't know Sifa. Yeah, oh I was like, gosh. I follow her, yeah. but I don't know if she knows me. But damn, you know, it's like yeah. you are really heavy in in social media. Like, thank you. That's huge. I've had. I've also had a lot of young ladies like hit mm. me up. Oh, and really, up. you know, yeah. and they'll call story. me queen. You they'll call are me queen. Honey. They're like, you're the mother. You're the pioneer of. You know, Chief Queen. Yes, yes, <laughs> Chief Queen. Don't call me Chief Queen. <laughs> My auntie Fila, she always be calling me Queefa. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> oh, 
She a queefa. Uh, yeah, she like queefa. I'll respond. I'll be I'll, I'll like, yes, girl. Only, yeah, only like her. Queen Latifah right. in one word. Queefa. Queefa. But yeah, so it really touched me that a lot of the ladies would like hit me up. Yeah. Because it's like, I didn't have that older mm. lady to like look up to mm. that's like y'all looking up to me no i don't do i really just be at home chilling like <laughs> hiding in my room from everybody but um yeah it really i like that though me. you know it's like you're a real person too at a the same real time, ass right? person. oh my gosh maybe what we're you know maybe what we're expressing here is mm. like uh we're just fangirling we over you right but like it's a lot of pressure Honey. right it's a lot of pressure <laughs> To receive that, and mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel that, but yeah. it's just because we revere you in such a way yeah. where it's like, you know, I've, I've said it time and time again, you just out here unapologetically being yourself, and you've inspired me with my whole journey of just being, you know, in my queer identity, oh my gosh. you know, as a, gay, as a gay man, and even being at a point to be able to say that shit, mm-hmm. right? It's just like, mm. we do have to just be ourselves, yeah, right, and... Yeah. And I didn't realize that I was standing up to my mom. Like, you know, I was right. fighting for myself, like, to, to live my truth. I really did not realize that I was doing that. Mm. Like, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, my gosh, you know what? She said I can't. But I'm going to do it anyways because I'm da-da-da. Like, I really was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And, like, now my mom's like, you know, she'll call me her daughter sometimes. Mm. We'll go to Aww. functions and she'll have me what get does up that and feel do like? the dance. It feels good. It feels yeah. so good. Like, our relationship... Actually, I really just actually has never really changed. <laughs> she still beat your ass. It, yeah, she'll still beat my ass and stuff. But but as far as her acceptance, yeah, acceptance. It's like it's as if she never even mm. you know used to like hound me for right. for you know being lengthy or anything for, like that. Yeah. Um. And now she like she even defends other ladies. Like she's Look always like the, you know the the uh, ladies in waiting yeah the documentary they were like um, with Joey and pastors and mm, stuff that were yeah. saying all these bad oh, things oh yeah my mom you know she evangelicals yeah and she's like oh you guys say it's it's bad to be a lady uh, to wear for men to wear dresses but it's okay for you guys to hug them in the bushes and Ooh, <laughs> yeah she was saying stuff like that she's like oh. you know she really started to like become an advocate for, you know, uh, LGBT. Okay, mommy. And I I didn't make her do that, you know? This is, like, just something she kind of, like, I think, you know, just... She grew into. Grew into from just, After all of your moments, huh? Yeah. After her just realizing I'm not going to (laughs) stop. Just you being super steadfast and firm. Yeah, yeah. Like now, I do her makeup. Oh, yeah, she steals my lip glosses. And <laughs> yeah, but she's the one that I, you know, first saw doing makeup. You know, wow. in Sacramento, none of the Tongan women did makeup or their hair. Mm. The- <laughs> they all dressed up. Uh-huh. The hair is bushy, and the, uh, the the face is all, you know, very tired. Right? Right. <laughs> but my mom was always like. Lipstick, foundation, bug beat. beat. (laughs) And I just always remember just watching her putting her makeup on. Oh, I love it. What a what a full circle of story. I know. Well, how did comedy come about? Comedy. We've just always been. 
I want to say funny people growing up. Mm. Yeah. You know, like any, we literally grew up together. Like we're all two years apart, but we've mm. been together since diapers. Aww. And our moms are sisters. Mm. And uh-huh. so we, you know, we're always together. And I think it's just a lot because um, we weren't really allowed to go anywhere or do anything. I feel like that's a lot of comedian stories. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. they were all stuck in the house and they had nothing else to do but to, you know, entertain, entertain each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, um, uh, that's just how we were. Mm. Like, it's so funny when I um, when I think about it. Like, we we're watching, like, Mad TV. Like, Mad TVs were a lot, like, that's my sense of humor. Yeah. Well, the old Mad TV. The old one, Old right. Mad TV was, like, mm-hmm. my sense of humor. Like, the Simpsons and, like, right. the Waynes Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Like, those, like, that's my kind of humor. And it just came from just us always making fun of each other. But I feel like we get it from our parents. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know, and not and only that, but poly people. Yeah. yeah. P.I. people, period, are funny. For real. <laughs> they're hilarious. Like, there's not one, like, poly comedian that I've heard that I can't relate to. Mm. That's right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, they even, you know, we all kind of talk about things that, um, that happen in our lives. But, you know... I'll, I'll see one poly comedian talk about something like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Why didn't I think of that? Or, you know, other, and I feel like we all just kind of, it's just all our life experiences. Mm. Another mm-hmm. truth. Huh? Yes, yeah. another truth. But mm-hmm. comedy is, comedy is my life. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, I know a lot of people talk about comedians and how, like, um, they use comedy as a way to kind of, what is it? to not a heal but like to address underlining issues yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like you know a lot Shit of them they can't depressed. say or confront yeah. they'll, they'll use it they you know they use comedy as like a mask yes. oh yes yeah that yes, comedy yeah. Like is one a for way me of, like, was robin williams mm. like oh my gosh such a huge fan of his and Word. when he when he took his life that broke mm. me mm. like even thinking about him right now still makes me sad because mm. he was someone that i really looked up to right yeah. and then when you know finding out like there was all this stuff underneath the surface yeah i was like oh my gosh i really did not yeah. I really who would have thought? Like, yeah, who would have thought? Because he's such a funny guy. Right. Coping mechanism. Yeah, there you go. coping that's yeah. mechanism. Yeah, and I also feel like that's what it is for me too. Comedy. It is. Really? So like when you see me on my Instagram, when you guys see me silent on Instagram, I'm going through something. Mm. You know, I'm going through something, and um, that's oof, yeah, that's deep. yeah. But I feel when like you guys it's for a lot of people, yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you guys see me on on social media, and I'm like. You know, just being myself, you know, obviously I'm like out of that and I'm I'm in a different space. But yeah, that's I use comedy as like as that but I also feel like that's just me. Mm-hmm. That that's is part of that's part of my life. That's part of who I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love your comedy too. I know. Thank you so much. Because even off air, like just us talking, it's like yeah. I still see the same you <laughs> yeah. on video yeah. as behind scenes. So yeah, that is just you. Yeah, because you know it. we all we all um, struggle with like depression and anxiety, Word. Word. and I feel like for me, I've I was able to kind of fight my depression, learn how to fight it. It's more of the anxiety because mm-hmm. of like my appearance, yeah. you know. Like I've gained so I'm the I'm the biggest I've ever been. Like so, you'll never catch a picture of me on my of my body. You know what I mean? <laughs> Baby I'll start boy, face, you know, big always, body bomb right. face. I'll serve you face. You serving uh, face, honey? I'm not gonna serve you body. Honey. <laughs> like you can, you, you got get that, that body, yada 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 yada. Too much body. I feel you on that. But yeah, I I, I used. Uh, I mean, I don't consider myself a funny person, but I know I got it in me, right? Yes, you do. Yeah, when that uh, alcohol yeah. is in you, it's a wrap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, like, 
you know, I always I always was uh, teased for being a big kid, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, what I learned at a young age was, like, I'll make fun of myself before other people can do that. Hello. So that so that it doesn't hit me as hard, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, you know, like, there were times where I could do it, or we're all just talking shit, and I didn't build that tough skin to, yeah. like, mm-hmm. take it so much. Yeah. Because I was also dealing with, you know, being looked at or interrogated as like yeah. is he gay is he not gay right, right? all that shit but but like that I, I that's what your story made me think of it was mm-hmm. just like how oh yeah know, self-deprecation yeah. yeah we all yeah. just start you know making fun of Tearing ourselves before down. anyone else can yeah and that's that's what that's what a lot of comedians that's, do mm-hmm. you know what that's I mean true. Mm-hmm. And, and that's true and then so, so that's true. also why me and Annie uh, thought to bring up a lot of the poly experiences into co- into comedies because we're making fun of ourselves. Yeah. You know, we're making fun of ourselves so that nobody finds any kind of shame in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because nice. a lot of polys, especially because a lot of us were first generation, it's hard for us to explain what our how our culture is yeah you know to other people because mm. you know everyone here in america they've been here for years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they all already understand each other and know each other mm-hmm. and then for us you know as like a you know our poly people come here and then it's like you know to them our culture is so weird mm-hmm. right. it's so weird and then we do these things like you know our aunts and moms do levini and it's like you know they become ashamed to say that their parents are, you know, right. do leave eating, do or ashamed work. to, you know, say that there's like 10, 20 people in the house and yeah. everybody lives communal. Yeah, but it's like that's that's our truth, that's our life. Like mm-hmm. it's because so we it's, come here and it's yeah. like that's not the normal, and so mm-hmm. then we don't seem, we don't yeah. feel normal. We think that's not the normal. We think because yeah. a lot yeah. of people be lying about their situation. Okay. Yes, and then we finally realized, you know, as an adult. That we're all the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what color you are. Ghetto is ghetto. You know, um, bougie is bougie. Yeah. No matter what race you are, all bougie people act the same. Mm-hmm. No matter what race you are, all ghetto people act the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then we um, get that bougetta. <laughs> the bougetta, right? <laughs> the clashes. The clashes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, okay. Where do you see yourself in the next, like, let's say three years? Just oh as far gosh. as, like, comedy, makeup, like, social media. Like, where would you like to see yourself? I've, so, I kind of put beauty on a hold okay. for now. Um, because in the Bay Area, it's not such a high demand for beauty. Mm. And I feel like it's kind of made me, like, ugh. Um, but it's also made me tap into other sides of Chief. Mm. So, I've been... Um, so not only do I teach Tongan dances, okay. I also make costumes, the Tongan Theongas. Okay. So I've got so I was blessed, you know, with the opportunity by a lot of a, a few of my um, relatives to uh, create costumes for their children. Wow. Yeah, Gosh. and you know, make some money, honey. <laughs> yes. And so I was like, and ten years ago, I was making costumes, but then I just stopped. And so, like, just getting back into that creativeness mm-hmm. has really made me feel so much better about myself because I never looked at myself as a creator or an artist. Even with doing makeup, I feel like, um, you know, it's still kind of hard for me because I'm like, I'm not artistic. I don't, I don't feel like I am. And so with creating costumes and stuff has has opened up the idea of um, 
uh, designing. Mm, nice. You know, and like I've always been obsessed with gowns. Like my older brother, Monty, he's a fashion designer mm. and he's my biggest inspiration. Mm. Um, he doesn't do gowns though, but for the longest, he's always known I'm, I've been obsessed with gowns. Right. So Ooh. I want to, so, you know, I'm like, I talked to my, my best friend, um, my brister, Nessie, uh, we, <laughs> talked, uh, we talked um, about, you know, getting into sewing. Getting into honey. sewing. I need to learn how to sew because I need to oh, take all you'll of make, this. You'll make coin. Coin, honey. You'll be the sui, you know. Yes. Someone, people specifically <laughs> we, we, always we, looking for a We are a on a hunt. And, I'm, and, you know, and I really just want to, like, create. And it's not like I'm trying to, like create anything that's different from the other poly creators i feel like everything's been done already you know it's just like in my own you know in my own flair and then also just be available to to our pi community mm-hmm. like if anyone needs anything if even if they can't afford it like just come to me just come mm. to me and just just you know um bring me a sparkling water or something on your way over you mm. know let me create something right. for you because you know there's a it. lot of our people who want to they want to feel grand you know what i mean they want to look grand yeah <laughs> opulence you know they want to feel extravagant right and it's right. like oh, but it costs money mm-hmm. it costs money too and one thing about me is money's not that big of a deal to me i it's, it's really isn't mm. like i've done a lot of free makeup for people and mm. i've you know a lot of my friends would be like why do you do that this is money maker da, 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 mm-hmm. this and that and i'm like Oh, I, I've been there before. You know what I mean? I'm still kind of there. Like, there's things that I want, but it's like, I know I can't afford it. Right. But it's like, I want to be able to, like, just give back. Yeah. I really do. So in three years, that's where I see myself. Especially with creating. With, uh, you know, because, like, we're some plus size women, Honey, so you know it's hard yes, to find nice gowns exactly. that fit us. And wow, I can't. like our people are like, like somebody spending hundreds of dollars yes. buying dresses all the way from China. They don't even look right. Right. And it's just like, no, it's that not, fabric doesn't look good on it's us. It's not snatching their waist, honey. Yes. You gotta and have you know, that waist stitch. It has. Before I forget, it's even like on red carpet, like our, yeah. you know, our, our PI, like celebrities and stuff, they have to wear tuxedos and stuff. Why do you have to wear that? Mm, That's that not our culture. That mm. part. Wear, you know, wear a tupenu or a tavala, mm. wear something, you know, that, that fits our body. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to. Do I it. Don't, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. As a, just something that you made me think of because, you know, Bex and I are not Tongan. Mm-hmm. I'm, although I'm an honorary Tongan. Yeah. I've been I've been coined. <laughs> I've been uh given that given that title. But how do you feel about these uh kikias that are coming out that some people are designing that uh that um may with, not necessarily with, like, bedazzled? Kikis? Yeah, the bedazzled kikias are like the ones that are like uh really short, you know, and like with a short skirt. Because I remember there was some, there was a moment where like these styled kind of kikias were coming out, mm-hmm. and you know some folks felt away about it. Some folks thought it was, you know, yeah. great. What, what's your take on that? My take on that is people consider the kikias sacred. They're not sacred to us. Mm. They're not sacred to us. Y'all be throwing that shit around. You guys don't give a fuck who made it. You know what I mean? You mm. guys, you know, pay hundreds of dollars for these things. They are not that sacred. Leave these people alone. If they mm. want to wear, 
If they want to wear a short dress with a kia kia, that's just, you know, that's just their short dress with their Tongan identity. Like, right. it doesn't matter, like, to me at least. Yeah. Because I know Donna Jane, she gets a lot of heat for her, yes. you know, for her, you know, you know, risque dresses. Yeah. But she'll wear the, the kia kia. And to me, I'm like, bitch. Fuck it up. Yes. <laughs> Fuck it up, bitch. You got that body. Yeah. And you're and you're showing your tongue and identity. Mm. Like to me, like that's my vision. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know there's just a lot of people who are just who just have too much time. Life is not that serious. There's mm. so yes. much more to life than to get mad at somebody for it's the fucking material. Are you kidding me? Right. Do you know where it came from? Yes, honey. <laughs> do you know where, like, do you know who made it? Like, do you know the technique and, how, like, you know what I mean? It, it'll be sacred to the person who made it, but then they sold it because they need money to feed their family. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's mm. just the clothing. It's It really is. Um, Would you feel differently if it was, like, a Taobala or something like that? No, no? I wouldn't. Okay. Because Tongans wear Iekongas as the ovalas mm. yeah you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. yeah they don't know that that's Samoan mm-hmm. you know what I mean because Tongans don't make fine mats fine mats are a Samoan thing mm-hmm. you know Samoans are the ones that are known for um, fine mats but the Tongans they wear it because it's you know back in the days like anything that was like not from Tonga was considered like high ranking because mm. like you know back in the days it was always a Tui Tonga and he was mm-hmm. number one mm. everyone else was a commoner you're a slave mm. you're literally nothing like you know like even getting tattoos for the Tui Tongas they couldn't get it done by a Tongan because that Tongan is a commoner so they'd go mm. get it done by a Samoan mm. you know mm-hmm. and it's like but it's like what is that Samoan to you right you know right. what I mean yeah. you don't want your own people right. but that's just the mentality mm. but you know yeah and mm. to me I'm just like I don't care about the whole you know like that just goes for the whole tattoo thing too yes. I just I feel like it's, yeah okay one thing I want to touch on I know we got to get ready to wrap up soon but one thing I wanted to touch on because I feel like in what you've ex- been expressing in terms of, like, you just wanting to give back, and even if folks don't have the means for it, like, mm-hmm. you still want to be able to give in that way. And, you know, you've just you've just expressed so much that shows how big and how golden your heart is, yes. right? And thinking about, you know, just uh, as queer people, mm-hmm. um, as a trans woman, right, like, and I feel like this is a question for all of us, mm. you know, is about like, you know, what does what does intimate romantic love look like mm. for for you, right? Mm-hmm. As a queer individual of yeah. of Oceania, right? Of Pacific mm-hmm. from the Pacific Islander community. Um and the reason why I think I asked this is because just for me, you know, thinking about like this idea of love and relationships and intimacy and like growing old with someone and whatnot right like before I came out you know I always thought oh yeah I want to have like uh I'm gonna have like 10 kids and a wife and I'm gonna be the the great the greatest dad and da 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 but like deep down I always always knew that there was that that's not really what I wanted Mm -hmm. right and thinking about just how you know growing up and becoming more informed and thinking about all of our collective life experiences, mm-hmm. I've gotten to the point where it's like, damn, I don't want to bring uh, another life into this world, especially mm-hmm. if I'm not in a place where I can provide 
right? Mm-hmm. And then even to think about like love and relationship in the intimate sense and in romantic sense, yeah. I've kind of gotten to a point because there's just been a lot of uh, experiences along the way where it's just like, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna just be cool with like if that doesn't happen for me, right? It don't happen. I need to focus on, you know, these bigger these bigger things in my life yeah. that I'm prioritizing: family, you know, <clears throat> providing shelter and right. care and whatnot, and even our community. That like, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you know, yeah, still got to get a little. <laughs> A little eleven, a little action here and there. Right. So I just, you know, it's very complicated, and I just wanted to put that question yeah. out there for us because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what we don't uh, hear a lot about, right? Because I know that there's a perception of the queer community as like it's all based on sex, yeah, and it's not just about sex, right? Like mm-hmm. we want love, we want companionship, yeah. we yeah. want monogamy. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't. <laughs> so I don't know. What does it look like? For y'all, yes, yeah, so do tell. <laughs> oh well, you know me. Um, <laughs> we want to know your status, honey. Are you single? Well, right now, I am single, mm. not ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling uh, D Boy earlier, like I've come to terms with being mm. alone and growing alone and dying alone. And it might sound sad to some people, but that's. I've really accepted it in in a way of like, that's my life, you know? I've got so much more to worry about. And just me knowing who I am, I don't have time for another person Mm. to worry about. Like, I can barely take care of myself. Say that. You know? And I know (laughs) a lot of people say that. Like, I can barely take care of myself. How can I take care of somebody else? But I really mean it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, I want kids. Like, I want my own kids. I mean, I would love, I want to adopt. I want to adopt children. But it's like, I can't adopt right now. Because right. I really can't take care of myself right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, fully take care of myself and yeah. then to have a child. But love for me, um, I was told myself, though, if it comes, it comes. Yeah. You know? You're not going to be closed I'm not going to be closed yeah. off. Like, no, you know, da, da, da. Like, you know, if it comes, it, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, going out and looking for it i'm just like i'm kind of cool off of it mm-hmm. you know i i have to take care of my mom and my grandma like same sis. you know same th- those they're the loves of my life right now yeah and um you know like we were talking about you know how was life so right we'll always find our way <laughs> but as far as romance it's so crazy because growing up um tongan um we're not allowed to like express ourselves, mm. you know, and then to be a tongue and lady, you're really not allowed to express your ladiness, right? You know mm. what I mean? Your queerness, you're not allowed to. So then it's so, it's so crazy when I see other Tongan um, gay couples or lesbian couples. It's like, it's still kind of new to me, you know, mm. even though like it's, but it's because it's like our people, the Tongan people are so, when it comes to that, they're so like, Oh, like I cannot stand them. Yeah, yeah, I cannot stand them when it comes to mm. to like a, a Tongan, like a gay Tongan couple. You rarely see it when you go oh. out. You'll rarely see a Tongan gay couple or a Tongan lesbian couple mm-hmm. at a function together. You know what I mean? Because it's so like Is it, when I see it, because I see, I see, um, I see 
PI couples, they're like mixed, right? Like mm-hmm. I have seen um lesbian couples, right? Like a Samoan and a Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Even Samoan and Tongan. Samoan yeah. and Tongan, a lot of Samoan and Tongan. Like when I see those couples, I feel I feel so much joy. Oh, absolutely. Right, because it's like, absolutely. wow, it can exist. Yeah. And it can and it can be this beautiful thing. I mean, it's not easy, of course, right? But yeah. it's just like to see it, it's so important because yeah. we don't grow up seeing those images mm-hmm. or we grow up in the sense of thinking like, yeah, that shit's wrong. Yeah. You know? And it's so crazy because there's so many of us. Mm-hmm. There's so many of us and we're still too scared right. to be in a rela- an open relationship and bring them around family and stuff like that. Yeah. And it sucks. It really does suck, mm-hmm. but that's not why it stopped me. You know, from yeah. from find from 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 wanting to you know continue with like trying to find another person. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm just so happy right now with myself. I'm in I'm at peace with myself that I really you know I feel like having having a, being in a relationship is just a little bonus. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just a little it's bonus. It's just a bonus, yeah. yeah. That's just a bonus because right now I'm just like, I really am just living my life. And life doesn't stop for you. It's like and they it have to come while yeah. you're on your journey because you're exactly. not going to wait and say, yeah. Exactly. And it's like, are you going to be able to support me, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my endeavors and, yeah. you know, these things that I'm... Are we going to be able to, like, yeah. do this? You yes. know, like, are we going to be able to enjoy each other, but also yeah. do the work? Yeah. yeah. Do, the right? work. do the work because it's it's not easy. Any mm-hmm. relationship, right? Yeah. It takes work. It's like, are you going to help me with my mom and grandma? Like, you know, <laughs> right. I'll help you with your mom and grandma if you need me to. Right. You know what I mean? I'll always be able to help anybody. And we're, mm. we're in such a culture where it's about... Like and not just our PI culture, right? Just this culture we're living in today. It's like this idea of just getting our needs yeah. met, mm-hmm. our needs served. Yeah, and I think also to the point of thinking about like folks who might be in the closet mm-hmm. or who might be undercover, right? Mm-hmm. Like we are just whether it's trans women, trans men, or queer, you know, like gay gay men mm-hmm. or um, lesbian women, right? Like for those who are not completely comfortable with themselves or trying to figure it out it's like we're tools for them to figure their shit out too Mm. and I've gotten to a point where it's like that's not okay yeah and then also with like just folks in the queer community Uh who like seek each other out just to get off real quick it's like nah it's gotta be more than that yeah I don't know yeah do you have any celebrity crush Oh, I do. I have an old one. Ooh. Not an older man, yeah. but he's like one, like Chad Michael Murray. Oh, I gotta see him. I don't he's know. He's like Chad... from One Tree Hill. Did you guys ever watch um, House of Wax? Sounds. Oh he gosh. sounds palangish. He is. <laughs> no, there's a lot. But the thing with him is he looks like an exotic palangi. Mm. Like, my. I don't really. Do I have a type? Oh, okay. Well, I know. Yes, and now he's like in Riverdale and the- oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, like look at him. He just he looks like he. But can you be- ain't slick, partner. You ain't slick. What? Cause you didn't answer this the question we was talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funny. Hello. Have you, have you ever spoke about your mm-hmm. your romantic um, life on mm-hmm. the podcast? Just what does it look like for you? You know, you ain't gonna say that name. <laughs> <clears throat> what does romantic expressions look like in or even my intimate? Life? Yeah, intimate. You know, just as a as a <laughs> queer woman. Hmm. Uh, 
I don't know. I'm I am It's like I've I'm I've accepted <clears throat> the whole like being single like a few mm-hmm. years ago when I was kind of like in this whole ministry. I don't, if, I don't know if you know my story, but I used mm-hmm. to be like, I graduated from Bible college. Mm-hmm. I was heavy in ministry. So that whole journey, I was, because I was closet, I was closeting my whole identity. I have accepted, I, I accepted that whole thing. Like, I'm just going to die single because mm-hmm. if I can't live my truth and I'm not comfortable right now, mm-hmm. I'm just going to die single mm-hmm. or, or fuck around and be um, easily influenced by my family to be in a relationship with a man and not be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I was kind of battling with those two, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I'm, I am open to romance. I am definitely right now in a place where I'm open to it and mm-hmm. I'm happy in that place. But yeah, I am also like, I'm also content and ready if if ever I need to be single, mm-hmm. like I'm 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 ready for that as well, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I was grateful because ministry really prepared me because I I spent like about almost ten years doing ministry, being a missionary, going overseas, doing church work. So I just have spent that <clears throat> amount of years to tell myself like I gotta be I'm okay if I'm single. Because I, I was kind of single all, all the way through, you know? So, yeah. I mean, I had my low key dabbling while when no one was looking. Right. Everybody <laughs> close your eyes. Right. <laughs> Let <Right>. us pray. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Hand under the table. I love time. <laughs> uh, let me lay hands on you. <laughs> Not there. Right here. Okay, okay, right. Let us pray. Uh, let me put my hand on your heart. <laughs> But I am a believer of romance. I'm a believer of love. Mm-hmm. I am <clears throat> I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see where that takes me. And yeah, so we deserve to be romantical. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I was actually just gonna say that. Yeah. You nice. know, you guys deserve to be romantical. We we no 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 yeah, yeah. We 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 deserve to be romantical. <laughs> it's very true. Like why can't we? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm a firm believer in God. You know, mm. my spiritual, um, I don't pray every day, mm-hmm. which is, to me, is sad, you know, mm. because it's like, I just, sometimes I feel like I'm not worthy enough to pray. Like, I feel like God's going to be like, oh, now you want to pray? Mm. You know, you just literally <laughs> know after all these, you know, these weeks and months. Mm-hmm. But it's like, um, I remember one, um, one of the friends from, um, for my faith was telling me like you know you have to remember you're not praying for god you're praying for yourself Mm. and Mm -hmm. even though i know that very well it's still kind of hard but i still do talk to god every day i still talk to god and so like spiritually i'm like i feel like i'm good Mm. i'm good spiritually and i feel like if it wasn't for my spirituality i would be a mess i'm telling you Mm. like my spirituality i feel is the reason why i didn't realize what i was doing fighting you know fighting to live my truth i feel like it was my spirituality that that that's the reason why yeah i was able to just Facts. like keep going you know yeah. just keep Facts. going and it's like not and not think about it yeah i feel like when you think about it it's just in your head and then all these other things start to come and it's just like oh my gosh then you're just a hot mess yeah you're a hot mess and then you just start beating yourself up and um why did i bring that up again uh, we're just we're just talking about spirituality. I, you had yeah. brought something up that made me um yeah 
<clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. I just it's okay. <laughs> no, no, I really, it. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I really love that you brought that up because um, just recently I, <clears throat> I was in church Sunday and um, the the preacher, the pastors um, spoke about like we need to start seeing ourselves the way God sees us. Mm-hmm. So he also um, encouraged like the whole church to like write a letter mm-hmm. to yourself and just, but this time let God be the, you know, the one writing. So, you know, I had to write a letter to myself and just, you know, just pretend that God is the one writing. And it was yeah. like, it was such an emotional letter because I'm just like, this is definitely not what I would say to myself. Mm. But to know that I'm thinking the way God would think of yeah. me, you know, it's like, it's it was so refreshing mm-hmm. to hear that, you know, like I look past all, you know, I keep no record of wrong. <laughs> I love you beyond your, what you know, all your imperfections. It's like, yeah. I don't I don't hear that when I think of God. Mm-hmm. But when I, but when you purposely write, you know, write out something and tie it to like, this is God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. It shifts and changes you, you know, like it does in so many ways. And that was just one of the things it's like, we have to, you know, like I hate to get all biblical again, but we have to like start normalizing, like, you know, like the voice of God being more loving and mm-hmm. compassionate yeah. and encouraging instead of us putting our parents' voice and making that God. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> we just, we use those two as like, yeah. oh, okay, you know, like our parents should be the reflection of like our higher power. So that's why we mm-hmm. we, we confuse it too. But it's not, you know, yeah. like when. Because they're also human too. Facts. And you know, I know that for part. sure that my mom, when she was like, giving me a hard time it's because she was she was thinking from like a religious standpoint Mm, she was thinking i don't want you know i'm sure i'm sure i don't i mean maybe she wasn't (laughs) maybe she really just was all ah you better sit your gay ass down (laughs) but i honestly feel like she was just thinking like you know i don't want anything to happen to you in the afterlife yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And like, I, I feel do. like that's why my mom was like hounding me so much. But I think to me, I know what the, what my afterlife looks like. Mm-hmm. Come on, know, you better. You I better. Know how, I know how God speaks to Come me. Come on. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I know it's not just some weird voice in my head. Right. I know it's God because right. I can't even talk to myself like mm. that. You know it's what I mean? Mama. So it's like, it yeah. really is that mana. Like, yeah. you know, like that spirituality. And I just feel like... Um, that's really what what keeps me going, to be honest. You know, I want to say it's my family, but it really isn't. It's mm-hmm. my spirituality I love that, that keeps me going, yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, my family, they'll do their own thing and this and that. And yeah. maybe I can help them, maybe I can't. But, like, mm-hmm. my spirituality is always there for me. And, like, that's how I was able to, like, deal with my mental illness. Mm. Mental illness. I really don't have an illness. I feel yeah. like everyone likes to say we all have a mental illness. Yeah. We have, like, mental struggles here and yeah. there. But it's not, I feel like illness is, like... You're really sick. You're yeah. really mentally sick mm-hmm. and you're disgusting kind of thing. But, like, you know, with my mental issues, it's like I had to remember because there was a point where out of nowhere, like, mental health awareness, like, just, like, blossomed. Right. Everyone was talking about mental mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. And then so then I started to be like that, too. And then I started to realize, like, you know, my spirituality is what keeps my mental sane. Yeah. sane. Because I feel like, you know, the, our mental health is like, our mental is like the child. Mm. And like, the teacher is, is our spirituality. Mm. So I feel like, because, you know, you can't, you can't cure mental illness with someone else's mental illness. You know, mm. you can't like someone else's like, because we're, we're all just human. Right. You know, we have to have that higher power where we can pull from. Mm. And kind of keep it grounded and just have that balance. 
Yes, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I, far from it, man. I mean, I thank you. <laughs> no, and I hella agree, and I hella feel that, and I also just also want to um, acknowledge the fact that like there are people who do suffer from you know like different kinds of mental illnesses, mm-hmm. whether it's you know having to deal with like schizophrenia, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know the the long list bipolar, of them. Bipolar, PTSD, bipolar, yeah. PTSD, mm-hmm. and you know like they're real, they're real symptoms, yeah. Um, that like folks need treatment mm-hmm. yeah. uh, for, mm-hmm. right? It's, I even still feel weird calling them mental because I don't know. Growing up, for me, mental illness is you know like I it's said, very like, stigmatized. Yeah, yeah. so I even yeah. feel weird like calling them like you know like like anybody with any kind of mental yeah. like it's a mental illness. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like I just feel like to me personally, yeah. it's like a uh, what do you call that? Like a derogatory. Yeah, yeah that's how yeah. I feel. But no, you're so right. You know, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people. That still do. I mean, we all we all do. We're exactly, human. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just want to say too, partner, that I hope one day you'll mm. feel comfortable to share that letter because that. Oh yeah. That's powerful. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can share it. Yeah. That's yeah I, I encourage you two to write a letter and just use the voice. Okay, of Okay, you as, facilitate that yeah. for us yes. sometime. Yeah. Uh, it, you know. it, it's it's empowering and it's um, yeah. I did it with I did it with Jess. Nice. And we both went to church and we shared. We just got to share it, like well, she shared hers first because I I was I didn't have the time to write it, but when I heard hers, I was like, "Damn, hers was deep." That's what's mm. up. Yeah, this is so, so awesome. You know, I just I hate to you know take the plane down now, but we gotta get ready to <laughs> shoot it down. Right? We gotta get ready to land it. Booyaka, booyaka. <laughs> Wait, I just want to say too that I really appreciate you know because I feel like there's not a lot of folks who get that um, who like sharing that kind of um, what is it love and appreciation for like uh, New York culture. Oh my god, for the Jamaican culture, dancehall, okay. yeah, chatbots, chatbots. <laughs> no, uh, definitely Ati and Monty have yeah. like really inspired me. And, like, taught me so much. And I'm glad I was able to learn that at such a young age. That's why I pulled up. up. Yes. That's why I pulled up. That's lady father. Oh, no, it's Petra. Oh, Petra. (laughs) Queen another pack. (laughs) I love her. It's been so good to have you here. Thank you guys so much. I still feel like we have more to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Oh, my God. We are going to go Kaipo. We're going to go Kaipo and talk more. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. Like I said, I'm so honored. I listen to you guys a lot, mm. and I'm just. Oh, Did you hear that? Mm. So, mm, the Bex, mm, <laughs> you guys. So where can, where can is, people find you? Oh, you guys can find me on IG G I O S I F A. It's so weird uh, telling people because I don't advertise my Instagram because you know mm. I'd be a little I'd be a little freaky deaky on there. <laughs> but um, on IG, you can find me at G I O S I F A. On Facebook, uh, Geosifa World Citizen Taufa. Mm. And um, we definitely will uh, include the links to the videos in the show notes yes, so that folks could yes. check it out. Or On YouTube, you can find you me under Geosifa. I feel like somebody might be moved in our follow, you know, from our followings that's going to be like, I want to buy you a sewing machine. Oh you my know? God. Like, 
I want to give you uh, some glasses. Yeah, Let's we want to put it out there. You guys, I want to make you my designer. <laughs> we we want to put it out there. I'm dead serious. And, you know, I really just forgot that there are listeners. Mm-hmm. I literally just, it just felt like we're just having, like, our own little Tylenol yeah. session. And so that's what we are. Unapologetically. Look at God. Oh, my gosh. So no. Won't she do it? Won't she do it? Man. Uh, so what we always do before we get up out of here, Chief, is we always want to make sure that we, you know, include and incorporate wellness into our week. Yes. And so we like to ask ourselves, um, including you, how are you going to take care of yourself this week? Oh, just try to be a little bit more active than I usually am. Sexually? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's going to be a whole lot of activity. <laughs> Just like, you know, my just being active weight, you know, because my weight is just has always mm. been a problem for yeah. me. But, yeah, I gave up soda. It's been like four months now since I gave oh. up soda. Awesome. Yeah. So next goal is just to walk a little bit more. There you go. Mm-hmm. Less talking, more mm. walking. <laughs> and you can always listen However to Father Culture's take that, podcast right. while you're walking. Oh, you know? yes. <laughs> how about you, partner? How are you going to take care of yourself? Uh, how am I going to take care of myself? I spend more time spend more time with friends and family. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't done that ever since I moved to East Bay because mm-hmm. I'm from the South Bay, San Jose area. Mm-hmm. So ever since I moved out here, I'll give you the story later. But okay. yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to reach out to friends and family, mainly family. I love I that. Spend more time with I love that, that a lot. Yeah. Mm. What about you, partner? I am going to uh, continue. Um, checking, checking uh, on myself internally. You know, like I've just been mm. noticing that there are, t- there are times like on the road or at home, and like I feel the Hulk coming out. Mm. You know, and I, I'm, I'm the one that can really prevent that from happening, right? And mm. so, just doing more of the internal work of like addressing addressing myself so that I can sustain myself in this joy, right? Mm. And not joy in the sense of, like, there's only happiness, but, like, joy in the struggle as well because there's joy in that part to get to the the end result. Say that. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Say that. So true. Um, So on our way out, maybe this is a new thing we could try. Any last words or or one word that you want to just throw out? They're out there. That's on your spirit. Service. Please just serve others. Mm -hmm. You know, just be of service Mm -hmm. to each other. I feel like if we were a little bit more kind and helpful to each other, the world would be a better place. Word. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah, I think one word is probably merciful. You know, just Mm. have mercy to your neighbors, to family. Just Mm -hmm. extend mercy when somebody's acting up. Extend mercy when somebody's being a donkey. Just... Have mercy, more mercy on people. Yeah. Even a yourself. lot of mercy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of mercy. W E E K. I want to slap that one. Um, a word that comes up for me is restoration. Mm. Mm. Do what you need to be restored. Mm. Um, restore those relationships that need to be restored. Whatever restoration means for you, I know what it means for me, but yeah. Nice. Cool. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Well, we up out of here. Uh, thank you all for tuning in with us. As always, you can tap in with us on Twitter, 
Instagram and Facebook at For the Cultures with a Q and an S. And you can also email us at ForTheCultures at gmail.com. Power to the people. Take care of yourselves. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace, love, and happiness. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Florence Masoli and Renee Martinez. Thank you very much for your generous donation and continued support of this podcast. We see y'all. What are we doing it for? We're doing it for the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture. For the culture.